Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and you're listening to the podcast on Prince, a.k.a. the Prince Podcast. We have a special guest in the house today, Mr. Damon Dixon. Sir, how you doing? All right, man. I'm good. I'm good. How you feeling, bro? I'm doing all right, man. You know, another day, another dollar. Makes me want to <laughs> Another day, another dollar. That's a, that's a saying that goes back a long way. Yes, sir. You know? <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so, man, we have uh, one of the original members of the new power generation. Uh, Damon's yes, been, been, yeah, you've been in, <clears throat> in the game with this. Um, I want to say it was, well, let's say this. I'm talking about the NPG, but that is uh, you had some other stuff going on with Prince before that. Right. And we'll right, get into right, that. Right. Yeah. But I know a lot of us, when we really got the name and who you were, was, I believe, the new tour, or maybe even more Graffiti Bridge, but the new tour were really, you know, boom. You know, uh, yeah. you and your brothers, uh, Tony and Kurt, yeah. really yeah. came out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, that's, where it, uh, that's where we actually you know, the world started actually knowing who we were. But uh, uh, like I said, uh, the history goes back to like 84, you know, 83, 84. Okay. Uh, when, we, when we, you know, we're just brothers out there trying to make a name for ourselves, going out to the uh, club, dancing, and, you know, just having fun at, in the beginning of it. So it's just, you know, the, what it was. You know, we taking our trip down to First Avenue, mm -hmm. uh, the historic First Avenue, I should call it. Uh, you know, where a lot of brothers that got started. So okay, that, that's the beginning of it. And, and that first look for a lot of us, but we didn't know what we were seeing at the time was, you know, you guys uh, were featured in Purple Rain, the movie. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. So that opportunity, uh, that opportunity actually came along after uh, me and Tony. Uh, uh, and that story in itself, Tony came to me and, and you know, was pitching for us to go down to uh, First Avenue and get in these dance contests they had back in the day, which was called the Great Pretenders slash Dance Contest uh, at First Avenue. And they held those, you know, uh, every Thursday, I think it was. Okay. Uh, uh, and we'd go down there and, you know, we first just was kind of hanging out at the club and stuff. But then, you know, we got to watching these contests and uh, Tony came to me one day and goes, hey, man. Uh, you know, I know you used to dance, man. In high school, we did, you know, you should always be at the little discos and stuff, <laughs> man. And you want to jump into this contest. And I'm like, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't, you know, really, you know, did anything with anybody in a while. So, you know, fresh out of high school, shit, I was working two or three jobs at the time. Okay. You know, so uh, it wasn't one of them things I was thinking about, but I've always been a dancer. You know what I mean? So. Uh, love performing and stuff. So, you know, that goes back to my childhood dancing at family reunions, you know, all, all, the, all the family, the older generation was trying to get you to dance and they've been drinking it or they want some entertainment so they get the kids in there. Right. Say, Yo, go get them kids coming here to dance. Come on, y'all. Most of the cousins wouldn't do it, but you know they knew they knew old Day Day come in there. Get Day Day, he'll come oh, dance. Oh Day Day, okay. Day Day, yeah, that's the nickname my family calls me, man. And they, you know I jump in there and get my dance on, and shoot, they started paying me money. Shit, you couldn't pay me not to come in there and dance. They 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 pay they throwing dollars out there, fellas. Y'all better come on and get some of this money. Hilarious. So you know I was uh, always the one wanting to do that. So fast forward to uh, you know when Tony talked to us about going down there, man, we. 
we hooked up one night, uh, went down there and, and uh, put together a dance routine with the group. Uh, uh, we called ourselves, we were a duet. It was just me and Tony at the time. And we called ourselves To Be Rude. And play okay. on Prince's stuff, right? Okay. Not really knowing who Prince was, but we called ourselves To Be Well, we knew who he was. I shouldn't say that. But the name To Be Rude came up and that's what we went by. And, and, and it was funny because uh, I didn't really listen to a lot of Prince's stuff at the time because I didn't really, I mean, I knew who he was and heard some stuff. Uh, um, but the To Be Rude name came about and we that's what we used as a duet when we did our little dance thing. So we went down there and rocked that club, I don't know, maybe four, four weeks in a row, winning the contest down there. Mm. Uh, uh, we, we were no joke, dude. We was, you know, we was putting together some, some serious dance stuff. So, uh, we did that and then, uh, got knocked off by Kirk and his group, uh, at the time, which was, which was B train, uh, him, it was Kirk, a brother named Scott Mart and, uh, and, uh, Pat, uh, um, uh, Patrick, uh, uh, geez, can't even think of his last name right now. I just always call him Pat, but they, they had a little group called B train. Is it B train uh, or D train? B as in Victor. B train. Oh, B train. Okay. Yeah, them brothers, man. They, they, you know, they was tight, and uh, they what, knocked us off. What, what was your guys' ages? Of, what was the ages of you guys around this time? Uh, geez, uh, we was in our our twenties. Okay. Okay. Late twenties or so. Uh, you know, mid to late twenties. Um, you know, I'm the oldest, so I was a couple years older than Tony and Kirk. So, you know, me being the oldest. Uh, you know, than most of them guys. So, you know, we got knocked off and then, uh, this lady came up and gave us an opportunity to be in a movie, you know, uh, the lady's name was Ricky Wall. She had a, uh, Plaza One, uh, modeling agency slash, you know, whatever else they did. They, they were the one that, uh, get asked us about being in it. And we were like, cool, cool. Uh, and so, uh, Purple Rain was getting filmed in First Avenue and I, where the opportunity came in, you know what I mean? So, wow. And did you know about the, the filming of purple rain before she asked you about it? No, not at all. Brother. We, like I said, we went down there to rock that contest and won about four, four times in a row. And, uh, after we got knocked off, uh, the lady came to ask us about it. And then, you know, uh, of course, I think she also extended that to Kirk Nam as well. Uh, and then there was another brother that we beat out who who we winded up taking from them because he was always down there. His name was Everett Kimbrough. Uh, he went by nature, but he was dancing with this white girl at the time um, who was pretty funky. She was, she was bad, but <laughs> they couldn't handle us. So, you know, we all wind up being down there on a the set. But no, we didn't know. I didn't know anything about thing until the lady said something. And then we were like, oh, okay, okay. And they said, you know, they told us, you know, it was a Prince thing and, you know, Warner Brothers was doing this movie and da da da, you know, up and coming artists, blah, blah, blah. We like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Now, in the neighborhood, we all knew who Prince was. You know what I mean? We we knew him from around the neighborhood. You know, Prince stayed in North Minneapolis, his family, his mother, everybody, you know, and they used to have a bunch of little uh, events that happened in the summer, uh, you know, the uh, Juneteenth. Uh, you know, around that time, it was always okay, okay. like a, a big North Side family festival. You know what I mean? Mm. Everybody came out to that. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? So we knew him from back in them days. You know what I mean? So 
when he got his opportunity to be in the movie, you know, it was like, oh, okay. You know, we knew who the brother was. It's just, he was kind of a, I don't want to say weird, but you might want to say he was uh, different. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> right, right. you know, at the time, you know, because I didn't really, you know, I, I, I'd seen him and kind of, you know, like that, but not really had ever spoke to him, had ever kicked it with him or anything like that, but we knew who he was. And that let, stuff, so. let me ask you this, just to touch on something you said. You said he was uh -huh. different. Like, what was, what? how did y'all see Prince back then? Like, what was... What was the vibe? Oh my God. Oh my God. You mean when I first met him, if you want to go with when I first met brother, when I first met him, first see him. Well, let me say, let me, let me, let me phrase it to you this way. And I asked sort of what was the vibe of him. What, what did you expect him to be like when you met him? Cause that kind of would go into how y'all thought about Prince. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, my first experience of this brother is watching him, you know, like actually like, presently looking at him face to face for the first time that, uh, you know, I was in high school and he happened to come through North. Uh, and, um, he was, uh, my understanding coming in to get his, uh, transcript cause he was going to transfer to another school or whatever. Mm. Uh, and he walked through there with, with Des Dickerson and Andre Simone. And when they came through the school, they were dressed up in that get up. You know, he was in that, uh, outfit from dirty minds, you know, the, the oh, trench wow. coat, the the bandana mm -hmm. and the pair pair of speedo underwear things and shit with the little high heel shoes on. He wearing that through the school. He walked right through the school that way. <laughs> so, so listen, brother. It was so what was funny is <laughs> all of us ball players, you know, because I played ball in high school. I played football, basketball, and baseball. So I was, you know, one of them tri sport athletes. But we all standing around. And uh, kind of watching his brother walk through and everybody was looking like, what in the hell is going on here? <laughs> you know, and he kind of walked through and he had this shit on, man. And <clears throat> serious, true story, brother. We all walking through and he walked and looked at him and he walked past. And once he got past, everybody was like, look at this crazy <laughs> motherfucker right here. What in the hell has he got on? And it was just, it was hilarious, dude. And, you know, in my mind, because, you know, me being a, you know, I was from Texas, brother, country. Big okay. nose, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Right. I, you know, I was born and raised in Texas, moved to Minnesota, went, you know, from my mom and dad moving us up here. And uh, <laughs> that brother, for the first time, I was like, okay, uh, what the hell was that? And then he walked past, and then it's like, okay, shit. Uh, they said, oh, man, that's Prince. And blah, blah, blah. I said, huh, that's Prince, huh? Oh. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so, you know, that was the first experience of actually seeing the brother. And then, you know, fast forward again, we go back to uh, after we did the, uh, you know, the little dance contests and, and uh, we got an opportunity to be on the set and we came there and the lady was telling us that we weren't going to actually be in anything. We were going to help pick people to be on the set. Well, instantly, brother, we got an attitude like, what do you mean we ain't going to be in it? <laughs> and we won the contest. What right. talking about? Wow. So we wind up picking people to be on the set and you know that was cool because we got a chance to meet a bunch of people and then you know also getting the chance to see prince and the time and all them guys you know uh you know actually 
interacting with them. You know what I mean? Speaking and saying whatever, you know, and okay. uh, so uh, we were there on the set, you know, a few days in. Uh, we had been getting up every day, going down to this joker. Now, mind you, at the time, you know, brother, like I said, I had I had two or three jobs. Mm-hmm. And so I was, you know, being at the set, I was missing money and hanging out, you know, but they were giving us a little bit of that little money for just being on set, you know, that little okay. 25, 30 bucks, $35 a day <laughs> uh, <laughs> to hang out and be be prepared. Right. And, uh, uh, we were doing that in uh, on one of the downtime, man. Uh, we all was uh, um, sitting around uh, and we were trying to find something to do. So we kind of ran to the bathroom and started, you know, dancing and clapping and stomping our feet. You know, that old fashioned back mm-hmm. in the, you know, slavery days, a little hand clapping and stomping mm-hmm. the feet and getting your groove on. Right. And uh, brother walked in the door. Prince walked in the, in the bathroom. Now we're in the bathroom. There's a whole bunch of us in there and uh, even some girls. In the men's bathroom. Oh, Lord. And uh, <laughs> so we're in there getting our groove on and stuff, right? And uh, he stopped. He stared. And he just kind of stood there for a second. He watched him and he, and he left the bathroom. So, and, you know, we kind of was doing our thing. You know, we saw him, but we was like, no, oh, shit. So he <laughs> leaves. <laughs> and I quickly go outside, you know, to see where the brother went, you know, because I'm like, oh, shit, man, we're supposed, it's supposed to be a quiet time right now, you mm-hmm. know. We in here making all this damn noise in the bathroom, and you know that shit was echoing through this damn club. And so I looked down the stairs, looked over this little rail, and and I see him talking to this white guy who turns out to be his his manager at the time, Alan Lee. Uh, uh, and Alan was looking up at us, and he pointed up there, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And so I'm like pointing up here and shit. So I'm thinking to myself, "Ooh." Uh oh, it's gonna come up here and say some shit. And we must have been, you know, must have got on the nigga's nerve or right. something. Get shit. them niggas out of here. That's what she's saying. Go get them niggas up out of here. God damn it. They making too much noise. So be quiet. I can't even use the bathroom. Damn it. I was going in there to use the bathroom. And I'm like, oh shit. That was the first thing came to my mind. So, <laughs> brother, brother, here comes, here comes Alan Lee coming up the stairs. And he said, hey, you one of the guys that was dancing in the bathroom? I paused a second, looked around, like, uh, uh, yeah. And he's like, uh, come here, let me talk to you. And I, was, I walked over there and he's like, so, uh, the kid, you know, that's what they call him in the movie. The kid <laughs> wants to know if, uh, you guys was, uh, available to do something for him. I'm like, uh, do something like what? And he's like, well, he got some songs. Uh, I want y'all to, you know, put together a little dance routine and see what you got and stuff. And I was like, uh, okay. He said, uh, he said you would know who all the guys were in there that was dancing with you. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I know who was in there. He said, oh, well, give me a minute. I'm going to go get a cassette tape and then I'll, uh, I'll bring that back to you and you get them guys together and then y'all will, uh, you know, see what you guys have tomorrow morning. And I was like, cool, cool. All right, right, all right, all right. So he leaves. Now I go back to the bathroom now, you know, they're announcing that we're getting ready to get back on set. And here comes Tony out of the bathroom. You know, now this is my boy, you know, I'm like, yo, Tony. He's like, like, what's up, man? I said, hey, man. So the dude just came talk to me, man, want to know if we, you know, do something for Prince and do something in the movie. He said, for real, dude, stop playing, nigga. I'm trying to go down here and get in this scene. And I looked at him and I'm like, nigga, I'm telling you, the dude's trying to tell him, you know, we, we might be in our own scene. Nigga, what you talking about? He said. And Tone, you know, Tone was one of, you know, one of them, he like, you know, he looked at me, he said, he said, yeah, yeah, all right, nigga. So when the nigga bring the tape, bring it, you know, and I, nigga, I'll be down here on this set. Oh, <laughs>
<laughs> I'm like, I couldn't be mad at the brother because I knew he was like, he's like, nigga, I'm getting in a scene, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, stop right. lying. I, right, right, right. And so I, I was like, all right, dude. I said, well, I'll let you know. So he went down and sure enough, he was trying to get in a scene. Hell, I was too. I went down to this one scene where they was trying to, you know, shoot this scene with Chick. Uh, Chick was uh, stopping Apollonia from coming in the club. Oh, okay. okay. There's, a, there's, a, there's a scene right there at the door where he's stopping her, and then somebody calls him, and she tries to sneak right. in. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she sticks her foot in the door. Well, I'm actually in that scene, but you don't really get to see me, see me. Interesting, <laughs> interesting, okay. You, you, you kind of see you kind of see a little side of me, and I'm talking to some girl at the door, but it, 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 whatever, I didn't make that cut. Uh, wow. But anyway. Okay. Let me um, ask you, so I, I still got questions now. You just got my, my brain tripping. What did you think of... Cause I'm, I'm, we, we, I'm a fan, right? So we just saw Apollonia and we saw her on the screen. Niggas was like, their right. mouth dropped. Wow. Right, in, right, right. In real life, when you saw her for the first time, was you like, damn, okay? Or was that? So, I mean, when you saw Apollonia, like, did she look as beautiful as she did? Is it seemed on that screen? Like when you were there in person when you saw her? What did oh, you? oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, trust me, ain't now one of them women that he was messing with was no mud duck. And when I say mud duck, you know what I mean. And damn, man, they, they wasn't no mud duck, nigga. None of them motherfuckers. They was them girls look good. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you now. Don't let me steal you wrong. <laughs> right, right. Because <laughs> they look good. But no, Apollonia was a beautiful man. She was gorgeous. Mm, you know, okay. I mean, you know, uh, 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 the, the two girls that did the thing with her, the, the little white chick, Brenda, and, and the little, uh, I don't know what she was, Indian or whatever she oh, was. Kim? Yeah, Susan? Oh, Susan, excuse her me. Her name yeah. was Susan. Susan. That little yeah. mother, ooh, she was fine too. But Apollonia, yeah, she was, she was a bad girl. Okay. Okay. So, She's all right. Girl. So, so you were you were sort of in that scene, right? As yeah. You said. So okay. after that scene, you know, we we got through they shooting whatever pipes of that, and then they went inside the club, shot some stuff, and then Alan came to us uh, later that evening. It must have been about eleven or twelve or so, or whatever it was, and he brought the tape, and he's like, "Hey, so uh, we're getting ready to cut, you know, cut shop tonight, and then uh, once you guys here's the tape, bring it, you know, come back in the morning, and we'll see what you have." So I done got Tony, Kirk, me, Everett, and Scott, who was at the time the other person there. Pat, I don't know what happened with Pat. I don't know why he didn't join in, but we all went over to Tony's uh, mother's house, uh, her apartment, which is where we live, me and Tony. We were living in this place called the Cecil Newman. And uh, we all went over there, uh, you know, to put together the routines. And it was like seven songs on the on the, uh, on the the cassette. And, uh, Do you remember uh, what songs were on there? Uh, computer blue, uh, uh, the time, the bird, uh, uh, he just had a slew of different songs, but those are pretty much all the one computer blue, the time, the bird, jungle love, uh, mm. all that stuff was on there. There was, there was a few things. Well, so, uh, just real uh, quick, what happened with that cassette? Cause I mean, you have, you, you're getting the music before it even came out. I'm just curious. What a cassette, I cassette we, we had, I mean, I, I can't remember. I think Tony still had it at the time. Okay. So I don't know what happened to it after that. Um, I know we came back. No, I take that back. Well, it was, but when we came back, that that's the cassette they used, you know, for us to show them. 
Oh, okay. You know, we went into, so when we got back the next morning, which was, you know, we pulled an all-nighter to put together them seven routines. Mm. Uh, so we stayed up from like 12 to, I want to say it was like three or four in the morning. And then brothers ran home and shower and get yourself together and come back and meet down there at the club. And uh, uh, we got there and Alan came to us. He said, so I, he said, uh, let's see what y'all got. And he took us down to this room where the time and Prince and them were all sitting in this room. Uh, and so giving the tape. Oh, so let me wait. Let me let me go back to when we were doing the doing the <laughs> when we were doing the you know putting together the thing. We put the tape in, brother. The first song, the tape broke. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> and brothers were sitting there like, oh shit, man! Somebody go get a pencil. Somebody go get a screwdriver. We gonna unscrew this joke yeah. and put it back together. <laughs> and so you know, back then, you know, because right. that tape, you know, had a tendency to break. So. We put the jumper back together so it wouldn't play the very beginning of that song because we had to doctor that joker up. But we got it to work anyway. Wow. <laughs> and we <laughs> brothers didn't panic. We just knew we had to fix that damn you tape. We weren't gonna we gonna let this opportunity go by. We gonna Oh no, this, this ain't this ain't no, this tape ain't stopping up. Uh-uh. No, it ain't. Nigga. We gotta go in here and hand clap and stop feet. We're gonna make this work. <laughs> But but we fixed the tape, brother, and we went down. And then so when he got ready to play the tape, we like, hey, so the tape broke on us, man. So it ain't going to play all the way at the beginning. So y'all want to start it there. So instead of starting it on the first song, whatever, they put it on Computer Blue. Mm. And that's the song that we we jumped into. Okay. And when he played the Joker, I think we did, man, let's say 30 seconds of that song. And then the brother said it. That's good, and stop the tape, and told us we leave. Wow. We leave out of the room, and then we hear the door close, and we hear you know a bunch of chuckling and laughing and shit going on. I was like, oh man, <laughs> them niggas laughing at us and shit, man. <laughs> them niggas laughing at us and shit, man. What the fuck? Wow. So, <laughs> we get outside the room, and then Alan comes out. He goes, he says, uh, so uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have you guys featured on a certain area, so you guys are gonna be on this balcony. That's where you guys are going to be at for the rest of the movie when things, you know, when we film it, cutting from the band to you guys and back to the crowd and that kind of stuff. You guys, gonna, and we were like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. So, you know, that's how we got the opportunity, wow. you know, and that's how that opportunity arrived for us. So, you know, for the whole time we were down there from that point on, we were all up on that balcony, except for a couple times he had us come down to the floor and there was a scene where he fell out into the audience. What we were the ones that caught him and put him back. Hmm. Now, and then he, then, go ahead. And then we went back up to the, you know, our little area where they had us at. So, you know, we was running around there thinking we were celebrities at that point. They, <laughs> you know, they were ushering us back and forth to different areas and stuff. So, yeah, it was cool. When you guys filmed your scenes, <clears throat> were, were they actually filming? Uh, the performances of the band at the same time? Or, or? Right, right, right. So they, whenever the band started kicking in, uh, we would just be up there going the routine through whatever thing. So whatever they, they panned to when we were doing is what they caught. Okay, okay. And, you I, know, just, I mean, there was, there was a time where, you know, we did the whole routine for the shot. But mm-hmm. I think they edited how they wanted it to. You know what I mean? Gotcha, right. You remember like how many different takes 
they did with the band, like going through this? Oh song? my God. Uh, so Prince's stuff went by pretty smooth. I mean, when he filmed, he was, you know, pretty much on point. Uh, the thing was back then was they was trying to get Morris to stay, you know, do his lyrics right and do them, you know, on time. And they was, that was, from my recollection, when we was checking it out, it, he, he was messing up and he kept doing his over and over. Now, Morris did his a few times, you know. Mm. It, it was it was a few times he had to go through it. So, you know, we were still, you know, just doing what we had to do or whatever. Um, and it was just funny because, you know, Prince, He's such a perfectionist that how he deal with stuff in here, you know, it's his music. So, of course, he knows it. Mm. You know what I mean? So he ain't going to be doing too much to mess up. Could you tell at any point during your time that you guys were around <clears throat> that there was any sort of tension on the set between anybody? Between uh, the time and him? Yeah, like Morris and Prince and all those guys. Right. Yeah. No, not really. Uh, not really. Um you couldn't really feel anything like that because, you know, that was, I mean, we were on outside looking in before right. I knew anything about, you know, them having any kind of issues with one another and that kind of thing. And, and, and they were still, they were friends, they were childhood friends. So, you know, you got to look at that as, uh, what people were hearing and saying is they're like brothers. It's like, right. it's like family members. Y'all going to have some, you know, I mean, I don't have no brothers, but if I did, <laughs> maybe you better get out of line. Like I'm telling you what you, <laughs> I'm telling you, don't, don't cross me, you know, but it was just it, the feeling of any animosity. No, I didn't see anything like that. Okay. Not at that time. Before. So before the movie comes out and after you guys did your parts in it, what was mm -hmm. you guys' expectation? Did you think, oh, we're going to be all through this movie at certain parts? Is this movie even going to oh, be good? Oh, man, of, or, of yeah. course, of course. Dude, what you, look, you do a movie, you're expecting to see yourself. <laughs> and so, well, yeah, when, we, when, we, when the movie finally came out, everything was done, we, we went and bought tickets. Me and Tony went and bought tickets and went down to this place called the Skyway Theater to see the movie and stuff. And when we saw the movie, it was like, that's it? Nigga, they ain't, what all that damn dancing we were doing, nigga, that's all they killing us? <laughs> now, did y'all hype it up to your, your your family and your friends and stuff? Like, oh, we gonna be all through this? No, not, not, okay. not, no, not really at all, man. Okay. I didn't, I, I wasn't into that kind of stuff. I, um, but, I mean, you know, fam our family knew because we were down here, so it okay. uh, wasn't like they didn't know, so we didn't really it wasn't really about trying to hype ourselves up and that stuff because people already knew we danced a lot. People already knew, you know, what we were doing and stuff like that. So, uh, um, it was just one of them things, you know, we just kind of like rolled with the punches and stuff, so to speak, man. It was movie came out. People started acknowledging us as them guys that danced in purple rain. And, mm. and, you know, after we saw the movie, we was all talking about it. We like, dang, dude, they cut us out a lot of stuff, you know, good Lord. But you know, the little stuff they did keep us in, we knew it was us. You know what I mean? And we did, you know, it's, it, it, it's marked in history. We can't say we weren't, right. you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, it's classic, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, so it, it was one of them things. Now, afterwards, uh, we kind of, you know, kept doing a bunch of stuff around the city, different stuff. And, uh, of course, uh, when, when Purple Rain came out and they were getting ready to do the premiere in Hollywood, he did ask us to come out and, and be a part of that. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. What was your experience with that? 
Oh man, it was it was crazy, crazy amazing, man. Uh, the opportunity to go out there and 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 uh, you know be in Hollywood and then you know lip sync a song. Uh, I think we did Erotic City. Okay. Uh, um, um, he had us lip sync that. Uh, he had us call up, called us out and said, Hey, you know, I'm gonna have you guys out, you know, for the premiere, uh, have you guys open up for me, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. And we, we thinking, well, what the hell are we going to open up? What we going to sing or some shit? And we just kind of <laughs> trying to figure out, you know, what this nigga had in mind, but you know, uh, it, it was cool, man. I, cause he, he brought us out there to this warehouse where we were, you know, where in fact, cause Paisley Pipe wasn't even done yet. Uh, um, that wasn't even in the picture. And, right. and so he brought us out there and then he brought this girl and I, I can't remember her name, but he brought this girl out and said she was going to be the girl voice on the song, blah, blah, blah. And we huh. just kind of was like, okay, okay. But we're rehearsing and doing the whole thing or whatever. And then, uh, you know, in true Prince fashion, he, you know, he made sure that we were going to dress, be dressed right and all that stuff. So he mm. dressed all of us, had us all in these uh, different, Prince outfit with the ruffled shirt, with the uh, ruffled really? sleeves, the whole, you know. Yeah, I got no pictures of that. Uh, <laughs> let's see. That would be I, you know what? I I honestly have not seen any pictures of that, that them outfits of us doing anything in that. I That's a good question. I ain't never seen none of that. <laughs> okay. It's got to be on video really, somewhere, too, I would imagine. It, it's got to be somewhere, but uh, if it is, it's, some, it's in some footage that ain't nobody highly seen. Right, right. You know? Um, and I'm going to come back to that, you on some outfit conversation, but go ahead. Keep uh, okay. Going. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I'm sure you will. <laughs> so we, we, uh, we would, you know, we got the shot to go out there, and after we did all the rehearsing, whatever, we got out there, man, and it was like, crazy with all these celebrities man mm. i mean you name it they was there right you name a celebrity and they was there and we were just like good lord this is this is amazing you know everybody from eddie murphy to mm -hmm. uh uh rockwell uh quincy and all it's these rockwell. people man there was so many people there for that thing it was crazy so we're getting ready to do the show you know getting ready to go down there and get our little thing on and we lip syncing this song erotic city and uh we go down there, get on stage, and we start doing the thing, and that music kick in, and you know, and that butterflies is like you're in front of all these mm. these major major acts, mm. and it's like, oh Lord, you know. And for me, I, I mean, coming from where I came from, man, being a country boy from Texas, and you know, as as uh, my 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 uh, junior high coach used to call me, uh, tumbleweed from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is, yeah, tumbleweed, brother. It was crazy. But I just, you know, to to be in that atmosphere was right. like no, crazy for me. Yeah. It was like exciting. Like, oh my God, dude, this has got to be the, mm. you know, the biggest thing ever in my life, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we didn't ready, we didn't do the show, man. And as soon as we, the music kicked in, all that adrenaline started flowing and, and we started doing our thing and then looked up, man. And, uh, um, here comes the girl on her pipe and this girl walks out, dude. And now we're all dressed to the nine. You know what I mean? We got on the ruffle shirt. We got on the, you know, the dress shoes. We got on the, you know, the, the, the little French silk outfits, <laughs> all that stuff. That he, I mean, he has, right. I mean, it's some suspense stuff that he had us in. <laughs> and here comes a girl out here in a panty what? and two strips of tape. Hold on. 
and two strips of tape across her chest. Wow. Two strips of tape, nigga. Not no, not no, not no. I'm like looking like what the hell? Oh, you know, we still got to be professional and do the song and, and act like we, we, you know, this is something normal for us. But you know, when she walked out, nigga was like kind of. You know, like that stutter and keep moving. <laughs> Don't mess up now, nigga, because here she is. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. So we did it, you know, we finished it. You know, uh, you know, brother's out. I mean, she was a good looking girl, so you sitting there like, holy shit, what the hell is Did he just have her come out here and some panties in a day or two from the table in a day? Is she did it? Is she did it? <laughs> she did it. She did it for the money. Never mind. <laughs> it ain't like she wouldn't. Goddamn. Oh. I mean, what woman ain't gonna be like? I'm gonna pay you to come be in my shit, okay? Lord. So that that was, dude. We finished. <laughs> we finished, and brothers came up and say, "Man, we was killing that stuff." All these people. That this thing dude was coming up to us going, yeah, man, that was dope, man. You guys are great. I mean, when y'all going to put that out? When y'all coming out? And wow. that we were going. Uh, oh, that's right. Because so, that song probably hadn't really, hadn't really broke yet. Hadn't been, yeah, yeah, nobody's heard that yet. That's right. That's right. They wow. thought we did that song. Oh, wow. Okay. And we going, uh, no, nah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, no, nah, we, uh, you know, well, I'm not sure, bro. You know, we try to play it off like we know what they're talking about. Like, look, dude, we we ain't nobody. <laughs> we coming out. We, we putting the song out. Nigga, oh, dang, wow, okay. But that begs the question. Bingo. I wonder, in another world, what if he had, like, you know what? He kind of was going to maybe do a time type of deal. Like, that would have been your guys' song. And that whoever that young lady would have been could have been right, like, right. positioned. Well, I mean, her. you know, we had no clue what else he had in mind and we didn't, you know, we wasn't questioning anything you right. asked us to do because, you know, it's just what we did, you know, and he paid us well to just come out there and do that. Just that little, you know, five minute song, you wow. know, and it was cool. And, uh, did you ever see we that lady again? The, did you ever see the, the, the lady? In, you know what? If I did, I couldn't tell you, you know, cause there's been so many women that come through there like that, that <laughs> looked like her. She, 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 look, you see her, she, she might remember us. I don't Hilarious. think I remember her. If she well, came maybe up if she me. came out with the tape on the titties, you might be like, oh, that was the one. <laughs> yeah, but by now, she probably been gained some weight. Hilarious. Ain't no telling. You'd be like, hey, I'm the girl that was something to me. Remember me? He's like, ooh, Lord, uh, you see? <laughs> <laughs> be trying to remember like yeah right. I remember you you wasn't that big though wasn't you <laughs> no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I you always loved you Damon I always loved you <laughs> look I'll be like you lying you didn't love me <laughs> I know you didn't <laughs> dude I correct her I correct her in a heartbeat but no I don't think it was me baby <laughs> But, uh, we was trying to get to the to the premiere of the movie, right? And then, brother, we went over to you know, it's like, yo, man, we're going to get to the movie. He's like, he going to call us. we at the hotel thinking we're going to go see the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And brother said, uh, yeah, so we're like, uh, we didn't, uh, we, we can't get you guys into the movie. Uh, so um, you guys are just going to have to uh, wait this one out and stuff wow. or whatever. And we were like, really, nigga? I mean, we, we still out here to see the movie with everybody else. And so, 
Yeah, we didn't wow. get a chance to go to the premiere of the movie, uh, which is fine. He said we weren't trying to make a breakdance movie. <laughs> who, wait a minute, who said that? <laughs> That's what Prince said. Hilarious. We weren't trying to. We weren't trying to make a breakdance movie. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. All right. Well, cool, man. Whatever. I mean, thanks. You know. Is that, how you, is that how we be talking? Did <laughs> we talk like that? With the listen, news? listen. When we uh, look, I've been told I got a good impressionation of him when I whenever I talk. Sometimes because he'll go, he'll say, uh, so. Um, um, what are you guys thinking? Uh, what do you want to do? Are you, uh, are you okay with that? But, yeah, nigga, we okay. Cause we got that heavy ass voice, you know. And yeah. he always had a deep voice whenever he talked to you. So, you know, so it was cool. It was like, okay, all right, all right. So we ain't making a breakdance movie. You gotta come out here. We get all the little thing. Okay, cool, bro. It's all good. It's all good. Got to rub elbows with some celebrities. Right, and, right. You know, <laughs> enjoy some of that fancy food y'all had in there that didn't feel fill up a brother. We had to leave and go eat somewhere Stop else. It. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Everybody was drunk. Everybody was drunk afterwards anyway. Wow. <laughs> but it was it was cool, you know, that part of it. And then when we got back to Minnesota, you know, of course, everybody was like, you know, knew we had went out there. It was like family was like, Oh man, how was that? And, mm. that? and at the time I was dating this girl who was she was just jealous of all, all get out, dude. And I got back home. She want to cuss me out. Want to, oh, you know, wow. I know you're with some heifer out there. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey. And her brother had to step in and go, hey, that brother just went to Hollywood and got a chance to dance for mm. Prince and do the thing. You, all you can think about is a damn heifer. Mm. Like, bro. And so her brothers were musicians. They've been playing around the city and they knew Prince. Okay. They had, you know, played in bands against him and around him and all that stuff. So they were like, want to know how that feel, you know? And I'm like, yo, dude, it was, that was it. He said, man, so you, you just been dancing and you got an opportunity to do what all us musicians would want to do. Right, and right. I, I was like, yeah, it's cool, man. I mean, I'm not taking nothing from the musicians, but, you know, I mean, we, we dance our ass off to get that opportunity. So, uh, you know, it was cool, and we, I sat down with her older brother, and he's a he was a guitar player and a, and, a, and a vocalist, and he was like, man, he said, man, that's just ah, oh, he said, that's incredible, dude. He said, man, I I can't say nothing, but you know, but I'm you know proud to know you just for being a part of that and the work you put in. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, man, and you know, and it, it was just crazy the whole thing after that. So after that, we were you know took some time. We weren't getting calls for a lot of stuff. We were, we were people uh, started asking us to come to nightclubs and when we'd host and, you know, do little party things and get the crowd, okay. you know. So we were getting, you know, we were still getting some play around the city and that kind of stuff. And then uh, uh, fast forward after Purple Rain came out uh, and through through some of the other time, we were still doing little dance shows here and there and that stuff. So uh, the band, uh, the group that we all put together started splitting up. Uh, me and Tony was doing our thing over here and Kirk. Uh, winded up getting with this dude Everett, who was with us, and him and uh, another guy by the name of uh, uh, what they called him Bam. Um, uh, they had a little group, so <laughs> we all were still doing stuff around the city. You know, we'd run into each other here and there. And then uh, I remember one night Prince called or had his people call him, and Tony hit me up. He said, "Man, he said I just got a call from the guys. Man, they want to know if you know we do uh, you know a video." And I, I said, oh, okay. And then he, he's like, he's like, yeah. He said, but you know, Kirk's over there with uh, Everett, them, and I don't know, we, we you know, we want to bring the other two dudes in, or we, 
I said, well, whatever. Because he said, well, he asked for, you know, all five of us. Well, all five of us that went our separate ways, except for me and mm-hmm. Tony. And so we called uh, the guy Everett to see if he wanted to and was going to tell Kirk about it. And dude just flat out told us no. He's like, no, nah, man, we got our own thing, blah, blah, blah. And we like, hmm. really, dude? You just, not, you don't even want to do it? And and then, so we called Kirk and told Kirk about it. And Kirk was like, yeah. He said, man, yeah, I, I'll do it with y'all, whatever. And he's like, well, dude said y'all wouldn't. So fast forward, we just left it alone. Said, That's your, your deal over there with dude, man. But you, if you want to do it, you know, it'll just be us three. And that's how the three of us became split okay. level in doing the group thing that we did. Let, let me let me pause you right there for a quick second because I want to go back because <clears throat> I know you, you're about to go into the madhouse, but I want for the listeners to have some context of you know you guys had these dance groups and yeah, uh, yeah. A, a lot of time I don't you know I, I will admit <clears throat> I'm a little older now so I'm not out here like I used <clears throat> to be but back in the days dancing was just as important of the culture. Uh, and all different cities had their different get downs, you know, in New, oh, York, yeah. in oh, New yeah. York, they had, you know, it was known for breaking, but, you know, L.A. really was popping and locking <clears throat> yep. and different yep. places yep. had houses, house music and different. Things. And so from y'all in Minneapolis, what was it like? And we talking like in the 80s. So that's when yeah, really the dances yeah. was popping exactly. off. Yeah. What, tell, exactly. So tell, talk about the dance culture out there in, in your hometown. When you, guys uh, and, and, you know, uh, here in Minnesota, man, it was, you know, we just kind of was, uh, uh, we had places that we had, you know, like, like New York and like LA, you know, you had your little places where you meet up with, you know, go to a little club and everybody mm-hmm. get together with their own little clique and, and, you know, get your groove on. But we were, uh, we weren't considered, you know, uh, big on break dance. We weren't considered big on pop or any of the other stuff, but you know, when, when we went to places, we kind of incorporated a little bit of breakdance, a little bit of pop and, and, and some locking, uh, mm-hmm. which was, you know, mm-hmm. which was what the lockers used to do back in the day. Uh, and we didn't really consider ourselves one or the other. Uh, we didn't, we didn't title ourselves as, oh, we're breakdancers or we're, you know, we just pop and we did that. We did everything. When we incorporated a dance routine, we add an element of different stuff so it wouldn't look like mm-hmm. what everybody else looked like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't want to be, we wanted to be different. And that's what we kind of took our pride ourselves on was being different from just break dancing and you're not just running and doing no up rock and go down and do the little footwork and right. spinning on your damn head every time you got a chance and wake up with a headache the next day. No, that wasn't that, that wasn't what and we that, that, really, that wasn't really player anyway, because ain't nobody gonna have to be dressed up and go to the club and be spinning on their back. Like that wasn't really Right, you know? exactly. And especially here in Minnesota in the Midwest, these white folks would have been looking at you like, what in the hell is going on with these people? <laughs> But we <laughs> we hit the club, man, and we just be you know we do a lot of a lot of dance routines. I mean, and, and we was always and I, when I say this, we were always in practice and in tune with each other. Mm, okay. One of us could start something, and the other one would jump in and pick it up right away. And before you know it, we'd be doing a routine, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we saved that one, man. Save that one. Gonna call that one number one." Blah blah blah. We just kept stuff moving, and we would go to clubs, man, and just you know get our groove on. So uh, the culture here, I mean, there was a lot of dancers. There was a lot of people doing dance stuff. We had brothers here that would do uh, 
stuff like the Nicholas Brothers. There was mm. these two dudes that used to do the, the like Nicholas Brothers tap dance slash okay. all that flashy dance stuff. They was they was hitting it. Okay. They were cold. Okay. They were cold. We had every different kind of little thing. And then you had your break dancers. Of course, we had some break dancers who was you know they thought they was you know nobody could touch them. Whatever. They probably, they probably swore they was they was like doing some New York stuff. That's that's how a lot of cats if they was into yeah. that boy they swear they was on some East yeah, Coast. Yeah, they, they were into it. And so you know for us it's like and, and me coming from my I was back in the day when when American Bandstand and oh, okay. and and, uh, 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 and then you know with Soul, Soul Train, Train and all that <clears throat> and I'm watching and they had the lockers on there. Well, I had already been into that kind of stuff because I had uncles that that used to watch that stuff and I'd be like, oh my god, I want to get on that show mm-hmm. and you know and, and everybody in the family and my family was always like. Well, that damn day they gonna be out here dancing somewhere, boy, because he be, he watched stuff and he picked it up. I mean, from the time I was a little kid, James Brown was an inspiration dance wise for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I used to watch James dance. I used to study him. I used to. Then when I get get to family reunion, I was trying to do they said you know the older generation, my my dad, and mom, them they what they playing. Otis Redden, James Brown, right, right. Rita Franklin. You, so you had to get in there and get that old school dance off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you know, the little slide and all that old <laughs> damn stuff where they, you know, <laughs> that juke dancing and stuff. So I, that's what I grew up on. Wow. You know what I mean? And so watching dance on TV was something that I was like, oh my God, man, Lord, that's funky. You know, and my mom would always, they they get up and let me see you hit some of that. And I'd be like, all right. And I'd be trying to do it. I'd try to mimic anything I've seen, you know, and I was really good at it. So, you know, we didn't have, uh, you know, our style was a little different from everybody else. I mean, when we look at the West Coast and we're looking at the East Coast and what they were doing over in L.A. and in that area back then, they, they popping and locking and then over in New York and the breakdown stuff, we try to incorporate some of both. You know right. what I mean? Okay. So we would be a little bit different from it. And then we'd always throw in our only little classic stuff that we did. You know what okay. I mean? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that was the so thing was, back then. Every area was different. That was the, you every, know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, everybody had their own. Chicago had their style. I remember. Yeah, Houston. Chicago had the bop. Yeah. They had the bop. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, you know, people didn't, you know, I had a, met a brother from Chicago that came up here and I started dancing around with him when I was like in my high school days. And the brother would do these dances and I'd be going, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he's like, y'all, y'all ain't doing yeah, no pop up, up here. And I was yeah, going, yeah, yeah, and I'm going, no, I ain't, I ain't never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> you right, bro. You right. <laughs> but I learned some stuff from him. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and I, I take that as, you know, I was learning and we were just, you know, elevating ourselves to something different. So every time we got to doing stuff, man, it's like, Every time we put together a routine, man, we got better and better and better. And I'm talking me, Tony, and Kirk. Uh, okay. We would just be, we would, we would pick up stuff, man. We'd see something and try it, you know. And we would just always, I mean, our rehearsals were like a band putting together music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We would be in, we would rehearse, and we would go over dance moves. We'd do, you know, two, three hours easy. Like just, just nothing but yeah. put together this routine and go over it and over it and over it. One person would do it by itself, and we want to make sure that he learned it. So that was the way we would figure out, you know, if you didn't know something when we were doing it, have you do the routine by yourself? Okay. The next person would do it again. The next person would do it, and then we do it again, do it together. 
Wow. So you, you guys know, had that, that work ethic. Of, Go ahead. That work ethic was there, mm-hmm. bro. So, you know, and then fast forward <laughs> after we, uh, you know, started watching all the dance stuff, uh, Prince called us to do that, that, that Madhouse. Or I think that, yeah, it was Madhouse. I think it was Madhouse. They asked us to Madhouse 10. Yeah. And uh, we, had, we had no clue what we were going down there to do. And uh, so he called us, asked us to come down, and we did Madhouse 10 and 13, which was the, the robbery and then the breakout, like the, the escape. Now, was um, uh, was Kat uh, Glover also a part of that in terms of the choreography with you guys? No, no. She, oh, really? she didn't choreograph none of that stuff we did. We oh, choreograph okay. our own stuff. Anything we did on video with him, we choreograph. I got you. No, so so okay. But did you do you remember? Was she there at all? Did um, you, yeah, okay. they were around. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. When, they were around. We just, I mean, but they were doing their thing. We doing what we do. Yours. I got you. I yeah, got you. yeah, yeah. What, I mean, whatever they did on their stage, you know, what when Cat was around her, that's that's what they were doing. Okay. Um, um, but when we did videos and it, and it was us, that's what you see on the, on the videos. That's us. Okay. That's our choreography. All right. What, what was it like? <clears throat> um, well, two questions. Had you, did you, have you had heard of Manhouse before you went to that? And the second mm. question is before you answer the second question is when you saw uh Mancina, what, what did you think? No, uh, no, we didn't, we didn't, I hadn't heard of them. I mean, you know, um, outside of them giving us the tape and letting us listen to it. Okay. And, and, and we put together a little routine and then when we went down there, uh, starting to realize that production of a video was different from us just doing dance, straight dance routine. Mm. Uh, there was a lot of acting getting ready to start, you know, acting our parts and doing all that. So, uh, Maxina, she was, man, when we first did that video, it was, it, it was interesting because we, you know, it was like set up like a play. Okay. Uh, so us trying to do that, we were going, okay, so it's like a play and we're in jail. We're going we gonna to rob this bank and blah, blah, blah. So we had to do all these little things. So each segment that we were filming, it was like, this is what you guys are going to do here, what you're going to do here, what you're going to do there. And, you know, they had a, like a script of what it, what it, what all was, what the scene was going to be leading up to whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we kind of, some of the dance stuff that we did was just kind of like on the spur of the moment, what we're going to do on this part right here. What what we're going to do right here. Was the Prince direct that video? No, we would, we would, we, when they, well, he was, he was there and he was there and he'd say, when we get ready to do this, so what you guys are going to do right here. And it was, that was just sort of the thing he did was, uh, so what y'all going to do right here. It's like, okay, so this is the pipe y'all getting ready. We want to see the little dance choreography, what you got set up for that. And then we Mm. showed him what we had. Now the little bitty scenes, like when we were sitting with her and she was mapping out how we were going to rob this bank and we stood up and started going around her in a circle while she was showing us what we were going to be doing. Little things like that were just kind of spur of the moment. Okay. Wow. <clears throat> so you guys, and did, did you do those two videos back to back or was that like a separate time? Oh, uh, no. The 10 was done one time and then we, and then a few months later, uh, we got, you know, called to do 13, which was the escape. Okay. I remember seeing those on BET, man. It was tripping out like, 
Damn. Yeah, yeah, we 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 did too. Because when we came down there, brother, we went and got our hair, you know, fried, dyed, and and, and put in some uh, finger waves. Yeah, you had yours <laughs> laid out, bro. I was like, these, Man, these we, had, cats. we had the waves going on, and and Chris was like, Chris was like. Man, I'm about to get sick over here looking at all these waves. <laughs> like, hey, you're funny, bro. You're funny. <laughs> and then he was asking, like, who, who, who'd y'all get to do your hair and that kind of stuff? And, you know, we were letting him know who our, our hairdresser was and that stuff like that. And he was just like, he's like, oh, okay, you brothers are serious. They came down here with the, with the hair and everything. Oh, you came to like, the spot already had your hair laid out. Oh yeah, dude. We wasn't oh, trying to okay. wait on them to try to make go do all that stuff with us. Oh, okay. like, look, <laughs> well, we we trying to make impressions. You hear me? I feel you. Look, we we couldn't just come in there with just can't you don't your hair can't come in and goddamn it don't you try. We can't be coming up in there with looking like that. <laughs> no, no more. man. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay. That old country saying, can't comb it and goddamn it, don't you try. Can't you, don't you? <laughs> you got, that's what, when you hear somebody say that to you, you be like, uh-oh, they finna talk about my hair. But can't you, don't you? Don't you can't comb it and goddamn it, don't you try. <laughs> I respect that. I respect y'all shit. That's right. <laughs> so, Stay so ready we, and got yeah, to get we, ready. <laughs> right. Look, look. They ain't got to do nothing but throw makeup on if they want to. <laughs> and we were funny about that stuff. Like, look, we're going to be sweating this shit out. Y'all can't put that all on me. Don't <laughs> you know, be slapping no powder on me. Give me some eyebrows uh, if you can. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 so, oh, we, you know, we came prepared, you know, and, and, and I think that's what one of the things he, he dug about us was that, he you know, if he tell us we're going to do something, whatever, we're going to come there ready. Mm, we come okay. in there ready. We ain't going to be a whole bunch you have to do with us. And was this uh, filmed at Paisley Park at this time, or is that still no, before? No, the, the, both of those were filmed downtown at the theater. Uh, okay. uh, it was uh, uh, one of the theaters that, that were downtown there. <clears throat> there was three of them at the time, but this, this one was kind of vacant. And mm. uh, yeah, we, we shot that down there, man. Shot it down there, and uh, it, it was cool, man. It was cool, dude. And, and it was funny because... We didn't, I mean, we, it, it wasn't like we had to do a lot of takes, but they just wanted to keep shooting it over and over and over, get different, you know, views, different looks. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so after that time, <clears throat> there's a few years, there's a, there's a little break there until we get yep, to yeah. uh, Graffiti Bridge. When, yeah, did, yeah. when, yeah, when did he reach out to you? Oh, I know I was going to ask <clears throat> you too. Did Kirk already know Prince from, from earlier on? Um, like, like I did, we saw him when he, like he first wind up going over to central, uh, school. And that's, I think where Kirk kind of seen him then same as I did in high school when he was at okay. North and come there to get his transcript. So that's where they, they kind of, you know, cross paths. Not that they knew each other. They I just kind of cross paths. Yeah. Okay. And, and I didn't ask, but, uh, how did you and Tony meet each other? Me and Tony met in high school. Uh, okay. uh, we went to uh, North High, which is in, you know, as they said, we're in the north side. Uh, we went to North High. Uh, me and Tony met. Uh, one day we were in the lunchroom and we were playing hot hands with, with a bunch of people. Hot um, hands. You know I ain't heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know what it is, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what hot hands is. One brother got his hand turned up, the other one got his hand turned down, and you're trying to smack the daylight out of his hand, right? Until he give up, right? You want right, to hit him right. hard as you can until his hands be red. Uh, so... 
we I'm playing with my buddies and and he's over there with his boys and they all came together talking about hey man. I bet my boy over here could beat yours, and we like, what, nigga? Like, nah, dude, shoot, no, nah, he ain't, he ain't beating nothing here. And so, you know, I was real, I was cocky about my hot hands. I was quick and, you know, I was fast, I was fast. You don't move your hands, Jack. I tear them jokers up. That's so we, me and Tony, wind up playing hot hands against each other. Uh, and we were outside in the winter time, so you know that was, you know, it's cold. Brothers trying to smack each other's hands, and neither one of us wanted to give up because our hands was hurt. <laughs> I know so many younger people listening to this, like, what the heck? <laughs> Remember, you know, this is a time before but, cell phones and all that other stuff. We exactly, had to find this stuff was to before, do. Exactly. <laughs> tell them, tell them, brother, it was before cell phones. It was, these were the times when it said, have your butt in the house for them streetlights come exactly. on and you're going to get a whooping. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hot hands and 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 all the other little you know, uh, game you play, dude. We didn't we didn't we didn't have all that stuff, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. high and go see, mm-hmm. you know. We, we play out there. Go uh, get it, which is a whole other game. But anyway, go well, ahead. yeah, you know, we, I had that when I went back home to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but the ones up north didn't know nothing about that. <laughs> They didn't know uh, nothing about that. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna throw that one out there, but you know, since you did, right, right. <laughs> Look, y'all, y'all know Mike. Michael got some. He got some stories to hey. tell too. So don't y'all. Hey, so I'm y'all the one asking the questions he, today. He, he asking the questions, but he got he got some stories. <laughs> we might have to change this interview in a little bit. I'm gonna ask some questions oh, next. <laughs> So, Michael, uh, how was it when you played high school? Get it? No. <laughs> I plead the fifth, man. I, I was yeah, a church boy. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> that's actually the worst. And for y'all that know, for y'all that don't know, church folks have fun too. Yeah, I said that might okay. be worse. Actually. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we played hot hands, brother, and, and I mean, we wouldn't. Neither one of us wanted to quit, and it was freezing outside, dude. But we were smacking each other's hand, and it was like, "All right, man, we just gonna call the truth, man." We like, "All right, cool." And that's how me and Tony met, you okay. know. And we started okay. being cool with each other after that. And then I, I wound up moving down to the 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 uh what we called, you know, the the uh what you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> the bricks <laughs> we called them the bricks back then but it was the ghetto it was the uh you know that's where everybody lived you know mm-hmm. they didn't have no money and you, mm-hmm. you're living in the little hood but we met we wind up meeting again it's like a little time that went by we graduated from high school tony went in the military okay um uh and i didn't you know i hadn't thought nothing about it until i saw him again and i was like oh and so we started kicking it i'm playing ball over at this this thing and I see him come in and I was like, dude, I said, man, like, Tom, where you been? He's he done been in the military and everything. And I'm like, oh, wow, dude, damn. So now, you know, we and I, you know, our 20s, mid 20s or whatever, I'm going, wow, dude. And, you know, found out he had been in the military and he had mm-hmm. got out. And, you know, so that was, that's when, after he had got out and we were living down in the Susan room and that's when we got, to, you know, he came to me and talked to me about going down to First Avenue and we're going to do the little dance thing. So, okay. Uh, that's how then so our history go back to high school you know what I mean to them hot hands I hear that and hot hands bruh and hot hands and playing ball with each other I mean we played ball over at the local community center all the time too so you know 
um, what, what was the vibe at First Avenue back then? Because I hear some of the conflicting things. I mean, so you said y'all was going to go down there. Was was black people going to First Avenue at this time? Was that the spot or were there other clubs? That was the spot. That was pretty much the spot for everybody going down there. I mean, you know, uh, I, well, you know, most of the black folks here in Minnesota, they, they had a they had a place called the Riverview that everybody went to. Oh, OK. Uh, which was predominantly black owned and black people that was that was the spot over in north minneapolis uh but first avenue was downtown and it was kind of a multicultural club mm, gotcha you know everybody come down there i don't care what color you were you were in first avenue what kind of music would you they know? be playing oh they they i mean there were certain nights i mean they had certain nights they would play you know like the r&b stuff and okay. you know all that kind of stuff and then there was a night they played all the techno you know that 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 crazy stuff where they had people running on there running into each other head banging and craziness <laughs> and you know them the nights i was trying to stay away from it because i was like, like i know you run into me and you might catch a forearm <laughs> You gonna catch one of them WWE forearms, You gonna catch one of them in a minute. You, you, you into went me doing the slam here. dancing and all that. No, I'll slam. <laughs> yeah, I slam dance you all right. Scoop your ass up and have you slam you like a body slam, like a wrestler. And poof, oop, is we supposed to be doing that? <laughs> How'd you like that one? Jump up here and do it again. <laughs> Clotheslining motherfuckers in the motherfuckers. Slam dance could have been me because I'd have been clotheslining people and uh, yeah, spearing, <laughs> suplex. <laughs> It'd have been on and popping. They'd have been like, wait a minute, this don't sound, this ain't how we do it. But yeah, it is. You ran up on me first. <laughs> like, he's good. He's so, yeah, so I like about this it. now. Yeah, I should have I should have been down here a long time ago if we could just fight people and not get in trouble. <laughs> oh man. All right. But the vibe was this kind of culture, not it was like multicultural type thing down okay. here, man. Everybody had fun, people doing their thing, you know, it was just it was just cool. Like like I said, they had a, a great pretenders night. And great that's when you could go down there and be anybody you wanted to, you know, and lip sync the song. It was like oh, a lip sync okay. okay. thing. So uh, I met a brother that's from here. His name is uh, Fancy Ray McCloney. They, you know, he was Fancy Ray. I know him. Fancy Ray, right? That Listen. brother was down there. Yeah, he I, was down there doing okay. uh, uh, Little Richard. <laughs> yes, he was doing Little Richard, making big time. The Fancy, let me say this. And shout out to Fancy Ray. Uh, this was a couple years ago when I, I came out there. And it was when they was doing the was the Prince at the big screen thing or something. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And I yeah. was in that auditorium or whatever that place was called, and I seen Fancy Ray. I didn't know who he was, but I saw him and I was like, "That's a that that's a pimp. That motherfucker like a pimp nigga or something." Like he had, I mean, he was super right, right. booted, permed out, and he had oh, the, the white all, lady. Always, yeah, always, I was like, always. I was like, oh, they okay. I was like, oh, he's cold, and he's like, he looked over at me. He's a Michael Dean. And I and then listen, I didn't know him. <laughs> he's like, yeah. right, right. He said, you Michael Dean. I said, like, yeah. He said, oh man, I listened to the show, man. Da, 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 da. And I and we took a picture and stuff together, but he was a cool dude, man. Cool dude. Yeah, so man, cool. Uh, Fancy's always been, man, real easy to walk up to and talk to. Yeah. Been knowing him for years as, as well, man. Uh and at the time, dude, the great pretenders, that brother was killing people down there with his really? he would do uh Cab Calloway. Okay. He do some other, you know, do do the little Richard thing. He was, yeah. you know, but little Richard was his stuff. 
And I mean, I can see dude, that. Yeah, he, he's got that style. Mm-hmm. Now, now, fast forward, I'm going to tell you a funny story. One of the times <laughs> we went down there and he did his little thing and he came out and he did this. I don't know if it was like some kind of original thing, but dude, his dude started talking about eating chicken wings and talking <laughs> and, and, and messing with some girl's foot. Now, he on the stage. And he's doing this song and he's talking about eating chicken wings and, 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 and he's down at this woman's foot and he's talking about kissing her feet and uh, licking her toes or something. And, and talking about putting, you know, barbecue sauce on her feet or something. And man, the people started throwing shit at this nigga. That's like, what in the hell is going on? Out here? And now, mind you, me, Kirk and Tony's going to go up there and do a little performance after he's done. Oh. Man. And now he didn't got the people all riled up and shit. We were like, oh hell no, nah, nigga, we gotta go up there behind me. Thankful nigga. for us that we were, you know, we were good enough to curb that that wow. energy, you know. Nancy but, Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray, <laughs> Ray, uh, that's my boy. I, I, I love that brother, man, to death. We still cool to this day. We still talk every now and then, man. And he's always been fancy, Ray. That's right. Salute that's to him. Who yeah. he is? Yeah. Yeah. And he got like, don't he have, uh, he does commercials and stuff. I see him. Oh yeah, he does local commercials, some some <laughs> national commercial stuff. He's, he's always been, he, he produces them, his own self, all that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Salute to that cat, man. Origin- I, I just yeah, saw, yeah, I man. saw the hustle and I was like, okay, yeah, he getting his bag. He's, he, he's doing him. I respect it. I right. Respect it. Right. Right. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. Prince knew who Fancy Ray was too. I bet he did. I bet he did. <laughs> we mentioned Fancy Ray. He said, y'all know him? <laughs> yeah, bro. We, we know him. <laughs> Who don't know Fancy Ray? If you don't know Fancy Ray, you ain't been to Minnesota. Right. Let's put it that way. He like a staple like Prince was. Yeah. For real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Okay. So, I forgot where we were at with this. Uh, oh, we are talking about the... <laughs> We're talking about the clubs and the different vibes. Yeah, and stuff so yeah, like the, the vibe at the clubs and that stuff. So yeah, most of the clubs, except for like like First Avenue, had its own culture uh, down there. You had a variety of different people, folks come down there and have fun, man. And then there was some suburb clubs that all had their little thing going on. But you know, brothers was back then, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because most people don't really understand. Minnesota is predominantly white, right? The percentage of blacks here is very small, but it seems like when you're in, when you come here and you go to like North Minneapolis, you go downtown and you go to something there, you see a lot of black folks, you be like, and most people come here and be like, damn, I didn't know there was that many black people mm-hmm. here. That's how I did. That's why I, that's how I saw it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it, you know, but, but downtown is right off North Minneapolis and off South Minneapolis and in, in, in the little areas. So you're going to see the black folks live closer to downtown. They, they mm-hmm. were the ones that live right in them little surrounding little cities that are right there. Now, when you start spreading it out to Brooklyn Center, when you start spreading it out to Egan, when you start spreading it out to Moundsview and, 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 and uh, Woodbury and Emblaze, well, you know, then it's, it's, the culture changes. It's like there's so many out there. But there was clubs out in them places where me and Tony, them, we'd be going out there because we want to see what that club playing music was. You go out there, what do you think they trying to play? What do you mm. think these people trying to dance to? All the R&B stuff, all the hip hop, anything. <laughs> okay. And we was out there just not groove on. Now, mind you, there was some nights we go to some of these clubs and you had them, you know, the white dudes that looking at you like, what the hell is y'all doing out here? 
Like, yeah, I mean, we out here, we out here. First of all, we out here to get our groove on. Secondly, your women like it. Oh. They want to dance. Since y'all got an attitude, y'all want to stand over there and drink beer. They want to dance. <laughs> just said, being real. I'm just at being the, honest. It was at the door. Wrong night, boy. <laughs> right. You, you know, it wasn't so much like down south, but up this way, they was, it's a hidden agenda uh, when it comes hey, to hey, racism. I, thing I know up exactly this way, what you know, mean. So, yeah. So, you know, it was it was different when we went to clubs. I mean, we didn't get bothered. We didn't, you know, we wasn't nobody testing us because we weren't no little bitty brothers now. Right. Uh, you know, we both, me and Tony both standing six three, and and we ain't no little fellas. But if you decide you want to come at it, you better make sure you come with an army. As we, as Prince used to say, you better bring an army if you want to mess with me. Because <laughs> I'm an army within myself. <laughs> Hilarious. Now you just reminded me. Let me, let me jump to something real quick, and we're going to come back into our story. But okay. you just mentioned the army. There is a... Uh, rehearsal footage from the new tour that's out uh-huh. there circulating on video. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's toward the end of the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a couple hours, whatever. But and it's hard to hear. But it looks like uh, Prince and uh, Miko and shout out to Miko. Mm-hmm. Look like they started to have some words. I don't know if you remember. This is many years ago, obviously. But it looked like they was getting into it. To the point where it looks like Miko walks off, and Prince is like, and, and again, I'm a I'm a fan, so I don't you don't normally see this side of Prince, but right, it looked like right. Prince was like barking on him, like like ready to get it popping, like nah, nigga, that's or something like that. Do you remember anything like that happening? Well, I I don't know if, what footage it is if that anybody had had. I can remember a rehearsal where where uh, Prince and Miko had got into it. Uh, um, and it was, you know, kind of petty uh, the way it came off. Uh, you know, uh, Miko was a little late for rehearsal. Uh, you know, Prince was, you know, he, Prince was notorious for wanting you to be there on time, be set and ready when I walk in the room, you know, type stuff. So, mm. uh, you know, most of the time everybody knew, you know, what time rehearsal was. Don't be there, you be there and get your thing going or whatever. Uh, and so this particular rehearsal, um, uh, Miko was a little late, so he was coming in, and everybody's up there, and he starts to plug in and get his trying to get his stuff tuned, or whatever. And Prince calls for the song to start, and so they start the song playing, you know, whatever. And then uh, 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 Miko wasn't, you know, set yet, and Prince looked over and like it's supposed to be your pipe. He said, "He said, man, you see me, you know, plugging in. You see me getting in." He said. He said, well, if you'd have been here, you know, we'd have been, you know, so, so it was like, everybody just kind of like, you know, okay, all right, all right, whatever. And then he says, all right, we're going to start again. And then he starts the thing again, and sure enough, Miko wasn't quite set yet, and, and he said something to him again, and Miko was like, damn, man, you see I'm trying to get this in. He said, well, you should get in, and then words started flying. Mm. And it was like, uh, okay, what the hell's going on now? What's this? What's going on here? And they start yapping back and forth at each other, and you know it led from one thing to another, and and you know words. Nigga, I, I quit this. Like, oh no, you won't quit, nigga. I, I buy you, buy, buy. And it's like, nigga, well, you ain't gonna do shit. You ain't gonna do shit. And then before you knew it, your brother was talking about going outside, want to fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we was like. <laughs> 
uh, what the hell's going on now? So, <laughs> and you see Miko, like, put his stuff down, like, come on, nigga, well, I ain't scared of you. And the person's like, I ain't scared of you either. And he's like, uh, next thing you know, they didn't even, it was funny to me, because the brother shimmied out of his jacket. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> And we was coming, we we leaving, we see him leaving to go outside and friends when they get ready to get to the door, he shimmy out that cook. I ain't get I was like, oh shit, these niggas, they getting ready to have it. <laughs> and, and it was too funny because uh Levi stepped in and stopped it and you know just kind of said, Man, come on, man, y'all, you know. So we get back into the rehearsal, we go back to the stage in the sound room, uh sound stage and uh uh Miko's like, you know, man, I don't need this shit, man. Fuck that. I'm done. Da 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 da. And Prince was like, uh, no, you ain't quitting. I just, you know, and they went back and forth. And then Miko was just like, I'm done. And and packed his guitar and boom, that was it. He quit after that day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He just walked. He's like, I'm I'm done. I ain't, I ain't putting up with this. Interesting. This was on the new. Had you guys already been on tour? Uh, this was this was after the new tour. Okay, <clears throat> this was after the new tour. Wow. Now let me ask you this: This is just all in much respect to both of these brothers. There, but who who would have got washed if they had walked out there? Say that again. Who, who would have got washed up if they would have went out there and threw hands? Washed up. <laughs> yeah. Who would if they would have started throwing hands out there between Miko and Prince? Yeah, what would have been so, the outcome of that? Uh, honestly, uh, Prince was a little wiry, and I'd probably think he'd be a little quick, but I think Miko would have handed him his ass. <laughs> I think Miko would have been like, no, nigga, but until the bodyguards jump in and, you know, start helping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking his ass. They kick me back. <laughs> Hilarious. I mean, Prince is, I, I, I don't, I know Miko was, you know, could handle his business if it came down to that kind of stuff. But I, I don't, you know, I'd never know Prince to be a fighter until that night, that day. And when I, you know, talking, they were all that shit they were talking. I was going, oh shit. Oh shit. He said, I'll kick your ass. Nigga, they am talking about kicking each other's ass. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't. I can't really call it. But I think you know. If I'm looking at it, Miko was like six one, oh, or six foot, and six from foot Oakland so, too, five eleven, six foot, from and from Oakland. Yeah, come, on, come on, man. <laughs> listen, listen. I know Prince was up here, and I know he had to fight his battles when he was young, and you know, and he, you know, and he, you know, had to always, you know, protect himself. But them niggas in Oakland ain't, ain't no joke. <laughs> They sort of like us niggas from down Texas. We ain't <laughs> <Right>. no joke. <laughs> Look, we handle business, and when we do things, we do it big. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get off of that because I know some of these fans. How dare you talk about it like that? We just, we just having fun. Stop. Here, here, let me help you. Let me help you out real quick. Y'all just relax. There it's okay. They never fought. There were just words. And they ended it on a peaceful note, okay? There you go. Straight from Damon. There you go. They were still friends even after Miko left. How about that? that and that's how you're supposed to be. And that's family. That's like right. that, you know, like you have a brother who y'all, you know, y'all, you got a, a biological brother and y'all get into a little scrap. Y'all still gonna go home and eat dinner together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So calm down. 
Anybody got an attitude about that? They need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> relax. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so the new tour, or Graffiti Bridge, actually. That's where I wanted to go. So what was it like when you got that, you guys got that call and I guess to be invited into this new band situation? Yeah, well, we, we you know, just before that, me, Tony, and Kirk had, you know, had, had got snubbed going on tour uh, a couple times. Uh, the last time being the one where he took Wally and Brooke and Jerome out with him. Oh, the parade? Yeah. Oh, you guys went on that? No, we didn't get a chance to. He 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 uh, brought some guys out. So ah, interesting. Uh, okay. Fast forward, they were rehearsing to go out on the road, anything, and he had us do this song called uh, "Glam Slam," mm-hmm. and we came out there to do. And this is you know Paisley Piper's up and running at that point. That's right. That's so right. So we uh we went out there to do uh, uh the Glam Slam video. That's now, right. Now thinking. You know, brother was getting ready to, you know, he asked us to come out there and do this video and, and while the band's playing, then we finna get ready to go on the road. <laughs> Dude, we did that video, that shit hit, you know, Friday night videos and all that, and we were like, woo, hoo, we did it again, bro. We done hit, we done hit the screen again. <laughs> and then, you know, we getting ready to go on the tour because, brother, you know, he, y'all want to go on tour? Yeah, let, here, let me let me go back to say that how you did. Um, you guys ready to go on tour? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, psych. Psych. Wow. Did he just say psych? <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> we were like, oh, wow, dang. So we look up a few months later. They going out on the road. We're seeing videos and we're going. And brother, we went down and to this place called Nankins and me, Tony, and Kirk went in there and had a little food and got us this thing called Wonder Punch, which had about a thirty damn liquors in it, and she had one big ass punch bowl thing. And we was, we had a couple of those joints, dude. And we was <laughs> we didn't take us this time either, man. <laughs> the hell wrong with him, too, man. We put all this work in, and so <laughs> after that day, dude, we started talking about what can we do to make you know put ourselves out there a little more because the dance thing was kind of dying down. Mm. Uh, you know, wasn't getting as many shows as we could dance-wise and that. So we started talking about music. Started talking about putting together a band. And, you know, Kurt's a drummer by trade. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Tony played a little guitar or whatever and stuff. And, you know, and, and at that time, you know, Tony was into kind of writing, you know, writing lyrics before we even got into the Prince's stuff. So uh, we all started putting together a band. And uh, uh, the band, we went from a dance group, which was called Split Level, and we put together this band and became uh, the MPLS band, uh, uh. which was the, the name of the band was Multi-Talented Players Lane Sound. So we took the first letter off of each one of those and called it MPLS. Nice. Okay. And so we put together this band and, and uh, got a, some local musicians who were some of the top stuff around the city and put together shows, uh, started, you know, practicing and, and saying, hey, we're going to put this band, we're going to try to hit this college circuit and whatever club will let us come in and put a little something on, whatever, you know, and that's what we did up until he called and asked us, you know, to come down there and wanted us to be a part of Graffiti Bridge. Now, uh, I think the thing that, that sold him, um, we did a show for, after we had did all these other shows, 
we did a, uh, uh, a Christmas party for KMOJ radio station. Um, and he came down to see that show. And when we did that show, we came out as hard as we could because, you know, we didn't know he was going to come, but we were just wanting to, you know, put it on video and make sure that we, you know, did. And we did that show. And then that, that night, dude, he saw it and he was just kind of like, oh, y'all didn't tell me you guys play music and sing and dance, all that other stuff you're doing. Like, dude, you never asked. You just told us, to, you know, you want us to come dance. So we come dance. You paying us handsomely, you know, paid us cool to come dance, and we don't do that. Mm. So after we saw it, it was like, I need to come out to Paisley and blah, blah, blah. So we did that and uh, uh, got a chance to go out there. And then we were rehearsing one night uh, over at uh, Kurt's mother's house um, um, over south. And we were rehearsing one night. I can remember us being in there, putting together a show, trying to make. And then Kirk had came in and he was like, all excited, talking about, yeah, man, I just got a, you know, I just got a call and, you know, I'm on, I'm, they want me to come do, be a DJ uh, for Prince. And we were like, what? <laughs> <DJ>. <laughs> what, nigga, what you just say? And, and he like, yeah, man, they want me to, we like, okay, this brother ain't no DJ, he a drummer. <laughs> you know, and a dancer. So we like, okay, what the hell's going on? So, you know, then, wind up inviting us all out. Um, thanks to Levi. Levi was, you know, kind of pitching and saying, man, you can't just have one without the other one, man. Them brothers mm. been doing this too long, whatever. Mm. And uh, we go out there and we're sitting around and, you know, Kirk's up there, you know, doing the DJ thing and, you know, well, pretending to be. And he's just <laughs> kind of sitting there and I'm going, what the hell are we doing just sitting around? I mean, you know, they playing music and we still sitting and nobody said much and I knew. You know, fast forward the next night, I decided I'm like, I'm not coming out there to sit like that, dude. I got two other jobs I got to be out here doing shit. Ain't it? Uh -uh. Mm. And so the next night, uh, Tony called me after he came, went out there the next time. And he's like, hey, man, he said, why, why didn't you come out? I'm like, dude, I'm not coming out there just to sit around. I got two fucking jobs, dude. <laughs> I got two jobs and a baby mama over here that I live with. Yeah, mm, I need to take care of some things. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, he said, man, he said, well, they were asking and whatever. And then Craig Rice called me, who was uh, managing at the time, and uh, asked me to come out there. He said, yeah, man, the other two guys are here. Why didn't you come out? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, I got two jobs. <laughs> Unless this shit is, you know, for real, I, I can't be just sitting around, man. I got, you know, I got to make money. And he like, yeah, so he had me come out there. I wind up signing a contract, and then that's when we got into the band. That was like 89 or so. Wow. And and then they were talking about the Graffiti Bridge movie and all that stuff. And now, mind you, we still had our band thing going, and we had a couple of engagements that we had to commit. We had already committed to, and we couldn't just, you know, say no, that we're not going to do that. So when they started filming Graffiti Bridge, we had, you know, a couple shows that we had to go do because we had already signed to do them as hmm. MPLS. Wow. What, so what was it like uh, being in that movie or, or being around that set? What was it different than what you remember from the Purple Rain days? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that was, uh, we were, we were uh, actually part of his band. Um, we were, 
the what what he was calling us in the movie was the new power generation. Mm. And that's when we became a part of his band. So that atmosphere was different. We, you know, we were, you know, you were treated like you were, you know, the talent and not just, you know, some uh, extras. And extras. Mm. You know what I mean? So it was cool. I I you know, I being the first time ever being in something on that scale again and, and, and knowing that feeling, it was it was cool, man. I, I, I can't complain. There was nothing like being a part of that, you know, and, and, and having all these people, you know, talking to you, telling you this is what you're gonna do, this is what's happening here, this and that and, and just that, that adrenaline rush knowing that you were doing something that was, you know, great. You know, it was fun. I mean I I, I've never traded for the world, dude. It was it was incredible, you know. Uh, and then the fact that we were, you know, actually having conversation with this brother and he's telling us what his view is, what he's going to do, and this is what it is. And, you know, watching him, he's actually directing it. <laughs> so, right. you know, didn't that move in there unless he said so. Mm, so you saw the real boss prince, like... <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, that's what you know. You already kind of, kind of had a feeling he was running things, but that's when you really started knowing that he had his hand on everything and everybody. Mm. You gonna listen to me? This is how it is. This is what I want, and this is how it's supposed to be done. So, you know, all you did was get on the boat and roll with him. Let him do the driving. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, did you? And I always said this back in the day. He was, a, he was like a chef, man. He was the head chef in a kitchen. And he had all these other little hmm. people that was, you know, you over here cutting up the onions, you over here cutting up this, you frying up the bacon over there, you do this, and we're going to put this together. This meal going to be off the chain. <laughs> did you, um, when you guys were making the movie, did you yourself have an idea of what the movie was about? Was that clear to um, you? Guys? Yeah, it was, yeah, because when they told us that, you know, it was a spinoff, supposed to be a, you know, the sequel to, Purple Rain mm. is what it was supposed to be, uh, and which was part of what it was. Um, it just, in my opinion, it didn't it didn't pan out as great as they wanted it to be. Um, but it still was a spinoff of that that whole scenario, the Purple Rain thing. The only thing that, uh, Morris was uh, was more business like he owned. He was you know out the buy up all the clubs so that nobody else could be performing but them. And Prince had his own club and was like, nope, I'm not letting you do that. So it was sort of a spinoff of that Purple Rain, the rivalry, the bands against each other type thing. Yeah, so we did know what it was about and stuff, you know, so it was, but it was cool. Like I said, it was, there was a lot of scenes that got cut out too uh, from certain things. I know there was one scene where we was uh, battling against the time out in the middle of the street sort of thing. And uh, this one particular time they had us, you know, face off against them and they were playing the music and saying stuff. And Prince thought it would be really funny if, if we all were standing there and we're doing like the old Western days, they, they on their end, we on our end, we looking at each other, standing down there and throwing cat fights, you know, throwing, throwing, you know, your mama jokes at each other type stuff. <laughs> wow. Okay. And, and in that, once they said some stuff and got funny, we had some duplicates of their hats, the ones that wore hats in the band, you know, Jesse, uh, and, uh, 
Jelly Bean and, and somebody else had a Monty Moore. They all had hats on, right? Okay. So they thought it would be funny if we passed some duplicates and we threw them down on the ground and stomped on their hat. Well, that kind of triggered some real attitudes and niggas thought they was really they hats and they was like, oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> niggas coming on my shit, I'm going to kick you out! They're like, oh, oh, it's his idea, nigga, it's his idea. It's idea. just acting. <laughs> no, it's just acting, it's just acting! <laughs> so, wow, they was taking it, taking it for real a little bit, huh? Well, you done took their personal hats, bro. Oh, okay. Oh, so, yeah, but it really wasn't their hats, but it and it was funny because that little scene got cut up out of there, so nobody ever really got to see that. But it, it was hilarious, the expression on his brother's face. Wow, I wish I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we could have seen that, too. <laughs> that would have been funny. Wow. Well, when the movie came out, were you guys already on the new tour? I can't remember uh, the time of that. No, no, the new tour came up after that. Okay. I thought he was like editing. That. I thought he was editing some of the movie while he was on the road or something yep, like that. While we were out on the road, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Was there a big yep. premiere that you guys went to for this movie? For the Greece, uh, I don't. I don't recall going to the premiere of it. I, 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 can, I can't remember if we went to a premiere at all. Okay, I remember Prince. Had, I think we were all out on the road. Okay. And there, I was, think, there was I some kind of premiere. I remember it was, on, showing. it was on MTV or something. I remember them. Sh- it wasn't a whole program, but I remember them seeing a, a news clip and Prince had like all white on or something. But, right. But I don't know if the whole band, maybe the whole band wasn't at that situation. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't recall going to anything like that, but I, I know he you know, had a private little screening of where we could see it. Oh, you know? What'd you guys but, think about yeah. when you, when you watched it the first time? Uh, my honest opinion when I saw it, I was like, oh, you know, all the music stuff was cool, but I was like, the whole, you know, what if the, the story was like, eh, <laughs> really? Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>, whatever. <laughs> it really wasn't, to me, it wasn't that great of an idea. Yeah, but, you know, hey, I'm just, I'm just there <laughs> doing what I'm told to do. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fired. What, what did my man say? Like, yeah, some of the stuff was like, okay, yeah, all right. Interesting. All right. Well, <laughs> what, what came out of that, though, was a hell of a tour, man. Like, the new tour was, yeah, that, yeah. That was fire, um, the, I'm telling you, the new tour was uh, what we called it was a stripped-down show. With, it wasn't fancy, wasn't a whole lot of light thing like that. It was more, you know, performance. And what you saw on stage, the, the energy we brought, um, that new tour was raw, like raw. Mm. What was that like going to those rehearsals? And that was your first time. Was that your first time with the, well, you know, the yeah, big, that was the first big... time. Yeah. First tour, first time, uh, full rehearsal, you know, dude, we, we was, man, we rehearsed all like all day, man, from one to one to seven or eight in the evening. Uh, and then, even after that, there was time people would be coming to the studio. He'd call you for studio stuff here and there, stuff, dude. So you were kind of like around the clock, always busy, always mm. busy. Um, and that was our first, me, Tony, and Kirk's first tour uh, to get out, on, you know, and go out on the road with. So it was interesting and it was exciting. Uh, everything was new. You know, the rehearsals, uh, we had to learn every damn song you could think of uh dance wise we had to put together routines first 
so many damn songs, man, and just be ready at the drop of a dime. Like how some of them, some of them nights on on the tour, he would call out something we hadn't even played, you know, mm-hmm. like on tour, mm-hmm. or we just did something in rehearsal, just a smidgen of it or whatever, and then he call it out, and we're doing it in the show, and we're like, oh shit, we so we scrambling to make sure we remember what we did on that song, and then what and what we could remember. If you didn't remember it all, you were, then you were doing, you were, you know, bad living, you, you know, coming up with some shit right there on the spot. <laughs> wow. and, and, you know, and he was, he was good at, at, at throwing that stuff at you like that too. You better be ready. But <laughs> when that opportunity comes, you look and he's trying to see, mm. he's trying to see if you, if you can handle it. Man. So this brings me to this period here and then going into the diamonds and pearls you guys, and, I, and for me, it was Diamonds and Pearls. I saw the new tour sort of after the fact. But when you guys came out with uh, Get Off and the uh-huh. Arsenio stuff, you know, the MTV uh-huh. Awards, that was a whole new prince to a lot of people. At the, you know, he changed yeah. his style up yeah. and just the imagery. Yeah. And then with you guys and the dancing, um, <clears throat> where do I start? Like one, and then you have Rosie's in the band. It's a new band and all this kind of stuff. Right. 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 As it was coming together, could you tell like, man, this is kind of, this is going to be something special. They're going to, they're going to trip when they see this. Like, you know, cause you guys had a lot of the moves with Prince, even with Prince doing the choreography. And I was curious how that worked as well. Right. Oh man. Um, when we started, even in in the new tour, when, when all that stuff was getting written, uh, all, all the music was being done while we were on the new tour. Okay. So that was already being made in process. So mind you, Diamond and Pearl came out, what, 92? believe so yep mm-hmm. graffiti bridge was in 89 90 yep so 90 when we went on tour we were already working on diamonds and pearl okay why we were doing the new tour got it got it so so you think about that that's you talking two years before diamond and pearl came out we had already been working on it choreography to show you name it mm. the music was already being done like dang near every place you went there was always a studio somebody was going to the studio somebody was going to do this somebody was going to lay a track here somebody was going to do this and then you know by the time we finished the new tour we were already working on diamond and pearl what it was going to look like and you know, and 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 like I said, he he's a chef, dude. He had already had in mind what he wanted to serve up to everybody. Wow, it was already in the work. There was there was no there was no space in between where it was stop and go. Huh, what are we gonna do now? Mm. No, there was none of that. It just rolled from Diamond and Pearl from the from the graffiti bridge went right into Diamond and Pearl. We were rehearsing for that stuff. Now, Diamond and Pearl was a whole thousand percent change from the new tour. We went from stripped down, straight up, just raw, we hitting you hard in the face, new tour to bright lights, a lot of action stuff going on. Mm -hmm. The the music was incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, 
and 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 he made sure. I mean, we had to step up our game as for choreography because we're doing we were doing some of the movies. He's like, I want to do that. I want to be in that part. I want to be on this part. We like, <laughs> really? You gonna jump in here? <laughs> like, okay, dude. Look here. Don't say nothing when you out of breath now, brother. Because we be dancing. <laughs> this ain't no this ain't no punk over here now, nigga. <laughs> you ain't got us up here for nothing. You know we right. we stepping. This is what we do. So, you, you know, and, and, and you know we would be like we be talking stuff like, all right, then you stepping in my shit now. So we we came on your stage and we had to follow you. Now you gonna get over here to dance, or you need to be on to- on point. <laughs> and we were letting him know, dude, don't mess up. But we we dog brothers messing up, man. <laughs> and he looking at us like, oh, these niggas got jokes. <laughs> so, but but he jump in, man. He jump in now. Every once in a while, he'd be like, uh, so uh, I don't like going to that way. Can we go the other way? Mm. No, nah, nigga, that's the way we t- we put it together right here. <laughs> <laughs> you mean can we go the other way? <laughs> Did you see? You watched? You just watched it, right? But yeah. Okay, so that's which way we going, bro? I mean, you know. Wow. Can we change your stuff? <laughs> that's my question. Can we change yours? Well, no, nah, brother, you can't change yours. Listen. But it was cool though, because we didn't. We had never seen him. Dance and none of the other stuff we've always watched. All the mm-hmm. other stuff in tours. I mean, he did some stuff with Cat back in the day, and in in a in a Cat in a Robin Powers. All oh, right, he did a little dance stuff with them. Right, but that was more like they were just. I mean, it was you know the little dance thing that that everybody knows them from from there. That little thing they did where they were marching toward each other and they do that little double step and then march past each other type stuff. We we like, dude, this is dancing. This ain't none of that stuff you were doing with them. Not to say they wasn't doing their thing, but this ain't, this, we dancing back here, bro. And he jumped in and he learned. And, and, and that's when I noticed that he was paying attention to every freaking move we did. Mm. And memorizing it. Was he and like I'm the kind going, of cat that would be watching what you were doing and then he must have been like, Practicing on his own or something, or would he or he just pick it up. Like, seemed like you know what I, I, I he just I, I know he picked up stuff. He picked up stuff real well, and 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 we showing do it. You know, we did you know routines, and he jump in and and learn the move or whatever. And 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 like we told him, like, dude, you're gonna be singing, so there's some parts you ain't gonna be able to get now. Mind you, when we were getting funky, sometimes he'd look back and be like, shit, I'm hitting this shit with this nigga get ready to do this fight right here. And, and we'd be like, that brother, did he just, he'd be on it. Like on our Senior Hall show, when we, when y'all, when, when that came, when we did that show, mm-hmm. we were already had been, we had been, you know, the show had been rolling. And he was on point. Yeah. He was on point. Every move we did that he wanted to be, he's right there. Yeah, y'all killed that, man. Oh man, no, trust that. me, dude. That was that was one of the highlights of doing that show because he, he told Arsenio that we wouldn't do it unless he do the whole night, and then he wasn't gonna do it unless he had Patty on there hosting it with him. And mm. dude, we 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 was killing it. And you know when Arsenio was out, that was the show to yeah, watch that yeah, night. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And when they said we were gonna be on there, <laughs> bro, we was like that was like the highlight for us because we had went on. When Graffiti Bridge was on, we 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 went there and did something with Kevin Campbell. Right, that's right. 
And we did that round and round. Mm-hmm. Well, Arsenio tried to play us, brother, like he, you know, we weren't nothing. And it was just Kevin. And, it, and he was talking to Kevin. He didn't say nothing to none of us. And we were like, oh, wow. So fast forward when he talked about coming there to do the whole show with with, uh, with Prince. And he come to the rehearsal. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all already told Prince that the brother tried to, you know, didn't even, didn't even acknowledge us when we were there. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh really? We're like, yeah. So you know, bro, don't don't get no don't get mad because we gonna roast him, dude, when he come in here. <laughs> and Prince knew, dude. We we had cap fight. We talk about a person in a heartbeat and didn't mean nothing. <laughs> Look, and Prince knew it. <laughs> he knew it. His mother get out line. You know, y'all is that right, nigga? Okay, okay. <laughs> I got something for your punk ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we 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 quick to cap on a dude. So you know that day brother, we were doing a rehearsal. And that brother came and he said, yeah, yeah, I remember that. He said, yeah, remember that? You didn't even say nothing to us. You didn't even talk to us, brother. He was like, oh, no, I, I spoke to you. I said, no, you didn't, bro. No, we didn't. We were, we were roasting him. And Prince just kind of faded, faded back from it, like moved out the way and let us have him. And then when he got through, he, he said, he said, yeah. He said, well, you know, I, you know, I knew it. So we were sitting there going, yeah, that brother didn't want that. So he was come, uh, I sit here and go, he said, well, man, I, I apologize. I thought I spoke to you. No, you know what you did, bro. Calm down. He's <laughs> on that don't Hollywood even, don't shit, even, huh? Don't come. Yeah, you on that Hollywood crap. Don't do not do that, brother, because you got some real brothers here. All right? <laughs> we all, we, we, you know, we all from the hood, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we'll call you out of end row shit. <laughs> and so we, we wind up getting on the show, dude, and then he was a whole different character. You know what I mean? Interesting. D- Damon, real no. quick, Damon, I want to make sure you're speaking into the phone and kind of getting a little muffled there. Make sure we got you, get you clear. Okay. But uh, so, and, and at around the same time as this Arsenio thing, I think it was actually before you guys did the MTV awards where you did get off. You did yeah. The infamous. Yeah, what we did get off. The butt, the yeah. butt out. Did you know he was going to wear yeah. that outfit beforehand? <laughs> nah, uh, interesting story, dude. We we did our little prayer before we walked out on stage, you know, as we always did. And he had a trench coat on, and so mm. you know, nobody's paying attention or really thinking. We, but we in LA, dude. You got a trench coat on in the middle of the summer, bro. Uh, <laughs> what the hell's going on? So you know, we get on stage, dude. The lights went down, and brother took his coat off and threw it. And we did that little scream, and that light came up, and I'm standing there looking like, what in the? And brother's like, D, you gotta fall on it. I'm like, oh shit. So uh, yeah, if you go back and look at that, that was you know. So so anybody want to talk about when planking started? I started planking. Okay, I planked my ass off over that nigga that night. So anyway, <laughs> I fell on this bus because we did this thing. If you go back and look at the video, I, I we did this thing where we're standing there and then I fell, Tony fell, and then Kirk fell, and then we all slid up off of him, and you know, and then we started the show. Yeah, what was well, that? All, my back, what was that all about? What, what, what was that move? I... Look, brother, it was just a move. We had been doing this move before before we knew he wasn't going to have on no no draw thing, pants, whatever okay. y'all want to call that. <laughs> you know, the niggas, Deli Air, yellow Deli Air, <laughs> all out in the public to see. Uh, 
we had been doing the move before that, you know what I mean? And, and so we thought it was pretty, he liked it for whatever reason he, he thought that was a cool move. Cause me, Tony and Kurt did it with each other. And then we just kind of slid off, you know, did this backup thing Well, he wanted to be in the middle of it. Mm. So we're like, all right, nigga, whatever. I was like, you know, we all, you know, we ain't no little brothers, man. You're going to have like three, 400 pounds <laughs> on your ass. <laughs> oh. so, when we got ready to hit it, you know, and his brother's like, D, you got to fall. I'm like, oh, shit. So <laughs> in my head, I'm thinking, I got to fall on this nigga on national TV. People going to see this. So, you know, I'm thinking, I, I fell and I immediately put my arms like in a slot position to not be on him. Mm. And then the brothers fell on me. And so, you know, when we pulled back, if you look at that video now, now you're going to go back and look at it. I know when you find it, you're going to go back and look at it. And you're going to see me backing up trying to not look at his ass. Like, uh, no, no, nigga, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that, nigga. No, we ain't, okay, yeah. All right, <laughs> let's finish the show. <laughs> 23 positions on the one night stand. Oh, you man. know? <laughs> and I was trying my best. Now, I know there's probably some some ladies out there that probably would have been like, I'd have been looking oh, all course. up in there. Of course. And then there was probably a couple of brothers that would have been, me too. Lord. Uh, but I wasn't. <laughs> but I wasn't. <laughs> Outside my best. Uh, I'm like backing up going, oh my God, this brother, I cannot believe that this nigga had his pants cut out in the back like that. That was was just incredible to me. And see, I'm gonna tell you what's funny, when we rehearsed for that out in LA, Mm -hmm. you know, MTV and and I said them all came to see what we what song we were doing. Mm -hmm. And they wanted to make sure that he didn't pull nothing funny. <laughs> right. So at the rehearsal, of course, he ain't gonna show you what he's doing on live, you know. So <laughs> they were like, "Fine and dandy." And that night afterwards, you heard all the rumors. They were like, they said, "Yeah, them, them people, uh, MTV people was like, didn't y'all know he was getting ready to do that?" <laughs> You're like, nah, nobody had that in mind. Not even the band knew. Damn. And, and yeah, that was a surprise. Yeah, that was, and you know, I know for some people now that weren't around, they kind of questioning. But back then, Prince was known for doing some wild stuff to the point where, like you said, they well, want to know well, what he was going to do. They want to know what you did. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't gonna put this on TV. If that brother, what he gonna do? Y'all need to go to his rehearsal, see what he's doing, so we be safe. Right. You know, we this is a, this is <laughs> what they what they call it now. It's family TV. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the family got to see ass that they sign. Yeah, this is before Janet. This is before Janet up the stairs. Right, this was before Janet and the accidental pull of the breath thing. Yeah. Right, uh-huh. right. <laughs> As if y'all ain't never seen a boob before. <laughs> or an ass. Come on. Right, right. I I, 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 I wonder if there would be the if there would be the prince of today, what he would whip out. Yeah. Ooh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there, bro. Because he had the up the stakes. Go they got up the stakes look, now, boy. They were, look, look. There was some. There was some things. There was some things I, I witnessed when I was on stage next to the brother and be going. 
Lord. What's going on? Exactly. What is really going on right here? See, if you can ask that question and be in the band, that's what I was out, you know, as a fan. Like, what is exactly. Look, bruh. Look, there was time his brother, you know, and he had a knack of always wanting to tell brothers, take your shirt off. Interesting. Uh, who? Me? Nigga, I ain't big as these other brothers. I, I got a bird check. <laughs> I I I don't got an Arnold Schwarzenegger chest, nigga. I got the bird chest, nigga. What you say? Take that shirt off. <laughs> and I ain't as fine as you. They ain't gonna like me naked, nigga. <laughs> oh man. Woo. Yeah, they don't like they don't like dark chocolate no, looking Lord. all slim and. <laughs> They like the little yellow brother. Come on, man. Why I gotta take my shirt off? Of course, you know, Tony and Kirk, they were some big brothers, so they had, you know, they had a little meat on them and stuff. So when they took their stuff off, you know, I'm putting the women like, ooh, yeah, I pulled my shirt there. Oh, shit, what's that? <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, me over here crying. <laughs> um, and then, and during the same period, there was the get off uh, the, the the music video, the home video actually, yeah. which was an yeah. innovative yeah. thing. I remember when that came out. I rushed to Tower yeah. Records, picked that up, watching it, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah. this is the shit!" And every every mix of the song had its own video. <laughs> Oh, but man. again, I got to yeah. ask you about is a classic one, uh, Gangsta Glam. And oh, man. That was, yeah. uh, you know, Tony got his uh, chance to, he was getting on the mic. But in that yeah. video, there was a scene, I don't know, it was a little pool or something, but Prince had on what we've been saying, it was the mankini thing. And that was another oh, one. Right, right, and, and, right. That was. <laughs> Yeah. When you uh, walked so, on set so and you saw that, that was, yeah, uh, walk me that, was, that was actually uh, Gangsta Glam, the song, and, and yeah, yeah they, they, that that whole. Cause you have to let Tony tell you about that story when he <laughs> when he <laughs> when he had to go over to the brother's house and they were they were gonna film that right. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, what was funny? Hold on a second. This TV just. I don't know. The thing got his own mind. You just gonna come on like that? You just don't tell me. <laughs> I need you to shut down. Shut down now. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, the darn TV just came on, and I'm like, what the hell just happened here? Honestly, they got you wiretapped. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'm like, you know, TV just came on by itself. Anyway, but yeah, you have to ask Tony about that, man. Uh, it, it was too funny because Tony was explaining to us afterwards, dude, and I started laughing. I said, what? And so when we saw the video, I'm thinking to myself, I said, what he had on a what? And he said a Mancini. So at the time, I'm going, what the hell is a Mancini? And I go, what, the, what, what the hell is that? And and brother was like, <laughs> he said, man, he come out there and he, he wanted me to be in one of those. So when I saw the video, I was like, oh, no, nah, bro, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I'm glad you had to tell that brother you ain't putting that on. Brother. That would look real funny, bro. Really, for real. For really real, bro. <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> but all that video from the Get Off stuff, we cut so many different videos from that yeah. song itself. 
Uh, you know, you had the the you know the house version, the mixed mm-hmm. version. You had the long extended version. Yeah. You had all these different versions. Uh, Violet the organ grinder mm-hmm. was straight off and of get off and that old stuff and all that. So yeah, it was all fire. There was too. a lot of stuff going. On. Oh yeah. man, yeah. And then the the fact that 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 whole get off thing was based on calligraphy. That that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so at the time we're thinking, well, shoot, what are you, what is he getting ready to do? So then we had all these extras coming in from different places. I'm going, oh my God, these people <laughs> have dress. <laughs> you know, you got dudes walking around trying to show they, you know, they junk and the women, you know, have dressed and, and bronze gold painted. And you're like, well, God dang, look at this. Wow. So, you know. Again, here's that country boy and me. I'm sitting there going, I'm like, oh my lord, look at what's no, you shit, she ain't got nothing. To, ooh, look, look over here, the whole, <laughs> like, what in the hell is just going on right now? So it was, it was all interesting and fun, and, and you know, but he's just a just a lot of the stuff he did, man. You know, he had a plan on how he wanted to look, what was gonna be. It, it was just. It was interesting, man. It was interesting in the learning process for all of that because you just, you see it and go, okay, okay, okay. Wow. And that's what he's doing. So, and, but after a few minutes, you knew what it was and you knew where he, you know, what he was trying to get into. What was it like for you in terms of the response you were getting from fans uh, and things of this nature? Because anything that was associated with Prince was, you know, super hot and, and, and big. Like, yeah. and now you're in the band, literally in the band. What was it like for you in terms of the fan response? Oh, uh, man, just people, you know, people knowing, you know, that's being a part of that. And people always wanted to question, ask you certain things. You know, of course, they, you know, a lot of the questions from, you know, brothers was, man, is he gay? Mm. Uh, no, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not from what I've seen and all the women I've seen around him. No, nah, ain't no gayness going on here. Ain't nothing funny about that brother, you mm. know. And women were just like, oh, he's so, oh, they just was fascinated with him. Anybody that, and this is people that you know, even celebrity people that would come to Paisley Park and see him live, or just come there to just talk and hang out, they just be like in awe, you know. Mm. And I, I remember somebody saying once, like, hey, you guys, you know, pe- people always said, and, you know, not to look him in his eyes because he, you know, he, he'll, you know, he, he'll uh, uh, hypnotize you with his eyes. And I say, really? When did that happen? <laughs> well, when did that happen? Because I look at the nigga in his eyes all the time. He ain't doing nothing for me. <laughs> But I, I mean, I get it. You know, they they you know they see the brother and they said he had these pretty eyes and he got these you know these mesmerizing eyes, the mesmerizing eyes. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right, <laughs> all right. Didn't do it for me, but okay. Well, maybe that's a good thing that he didn't do it. For <laughs> no, it's more than a good thing, bro. Come on, Mike. I'm just trying to just you saying, know. Because if, if, if he had been doing that to me, I'd have probably just left the band at that point. Like, no, I, mean, I can't deal with this relationship we have. You keep looking at me and I don't oh, like Lord. it. <laughs> <laughs> Was there, speaking of like, you know, his look and stuff. <clears throat> Which is fascinating to me because from what I hear, he was always on point. Like he was, he was always suited oh, and booted, or always, you know, hair was done and stuff. Did you ever see oh, Prince? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Did you ever see him on an off time when he didn't have makeup or hair done and stuff like that? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I can give you one. Of the, I mean, after I left the band, um, <laughs> there was a time he had called me and, you know, wanted me to come out. And uh, I was like, yeah, you know, he, you know, get that phone called out of the blue and there's no no number on it. It's, co- you know, coming up from an unknown number, right? Back when cell phones were just getting started in the mm-hmm. 90s there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like, I want to say 90, 96 or 97. So it might even have been longer than that, but uh, you know he, we have been in touch. I mean, we we always kind of stayed in touch here and there. He would call just to say what's up or see how you're doing or whatever. And I don't know that you know other people were giving him calls stuff. Some of the people that he dealt with or whatever. But <clears throat> brother called me up out of the blue one time, and I'm like, the phone rings. I'm like, hello, uh, uh, just saying it. Uh, yeah, well, what's up? How this from? This front. Uh, yeah, nigga, I know who it is. Uh, I heard your voice. What's up, bro? He's, oh, are you busy? Are you busy? Uh, like, no, dude, what's up? He said, can you come out to pay me? Uh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll, you know, what day? Uh, uh, come out tomorrow. Uh, just come to the back. I'll be out there. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, all right, whatever. So I go out there. And I pull up in my car. I'm sitting there waiting. He pulls up in his car. Grind goes up. I follow him in. We get out the car. <clears throat> this brother gets out the car and he had on a pair of flip flops. <laughs> and now, mind you, this brother was always in a pair of heels. Only other time I ever seen him in anything other than heels was when we played ball and he had a pair of tennis shoes on. Mm. All right. And I'm just like, I look at him, got the car. I was like, okay, so I'm walking with him. We're going to the elevator. Now, mind you, he ain't suited and booted. <laughs> He got on, he got on like some regular sweat looking clothes type stuff. And I'm looking and I just kept in a sideways. We walk into the elevator and I'm looking, I'm just looking at him. And when we're in the garage and we go into the elevator and I kept looking in, we get by the elevator and I'm standing there and the elevator comes down, you know, and as we're walking in, he goes, why do you keep looking at me like that? <laughs> I said, I don't know, bro. I said, cause I ain't never seen you without your hair being combed. <laughs> and then he went, uh, uh, I'm just trying something new. I said, oh, is that right? I said, is that the same thing as them flip-flops? Because I ain't never seen you in no flip-flops either, bro. <laughs> and he just went, there you go, you got jokes. I said, no, I'm just saying, bro. I said, you called me out here to hang out a little bit. I get it, man. We going to be comfortable. I said, I get it. I get it. You know I said, But I didn't expect to see you with an afro, nigga, and some motherfucking flip-flops on. No. And it was too... Funny, dude, because he always thought I was just like, you know, funny joke side stuff, you know, and I just like, I was like, I'm just saying, bruh. I mean, it's all good, though. You know, you relax, you're comfortable. And I said, but this is a whole different look for me, bruh. That's why I keep looking at you. <laughs> yeah. I know you felt me corner eye looking at you every time we turn. I'm looking because I'm kind of absorbed this because this is something I don't think everybody gets to see. Right. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Flip flop, I afro in some little sweat looking clothes. I'm like, bro, what's going on here, bro? <laughs> uh, I mean, I was expecting to see Prince. He ain't coming here with, you know, printer and somebody. <laughs> I don't know who I should be calling you right now. <laughs> that was the only time I'd ever seen him not suited and booted, you know? And, and okay. you know, I mean, other times after that, we, we'd get together and just talk, and, but he'd be dressed and stuff, but he wouldn't wear the flip-flops on anymore because I, I clowned him on the flip-flop thing. I'm like, do it, Yeah, you do it in a pair of flip-flops. 
Now you ain't five five like you said you are. <laughs> you lied anyway, nigga. You ain't five five. <laughs> so it, it, it's, I mean, it sounds like from what you're describing, like y'all had a cool relationship. Like he was a cool cat. Like he was a real cool. We did, man. I, I mean, we we laughed a, a lot, and just it was just fun stuff. And like I said, we we talked every now and then. We would, you know, it would be some time, and it was always weird because he would. I'd get a call from him out of the blue, and I'd be like, "What's up with this brother calling me out of the blue like that?" So I'd just be like, "Whatever." I mean, because you know, I mean, I obviously. He felt cool enough to want to call me and ask me to come hang out or whatever and talk or whatever. So and and when we got together, it wasn't about talking about band stuff. It wasn't talking about you know anything had to do with music that kind of stuff. It was always about how you doing, what's up with your life, what you mm. up to, what you've been doing, what you you know. Let's talk about some politics or talk about some you know religious stuff or whatever. Okay. It wasn't never about you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was a couple of conversations about former band members type thing, but it wasn't really, wasn't nothing, you know, that I, like, I just be listening like, oh, okay, all right, all right, okay. And, you know, I had initially tried to write a book and, uh, oh, really? um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I still, I'm still sitting on it and I actually brought it to him to let him check it out. Uh, and the girl that was helping me write it, um, knew Larry Graham and, you know, and, and, and I think she let Larry take a copy and he showed him or whatever and stuff. And so when I finally presented it to him, I think he had already seen it. Okay. And I was just kind of like, you know, it, it, it kind of threw me off because I, I was, you know, the, the book wasn't really nothing bad in it. It was talking about my life and how I got started mm-hmm. uh, with this whole band thing and that. <laughs> and and uh, rather read the thing all of a hot second, man, and then came back. And I, I brought it to uh, to what do you call them? Them Jehovah Witnesses Church. <laughs> oh, Kingdom Hall. Where he was at at the time. Yeah, King, at the Kingdom Hall. <laughs> I, I came there with it and and let him check it out. And he left. He re- he took it. He said, "Oh, okay." And so he left. And he, about two minutes later, he called me. He's like, "I'm on my way back. You still there?" I'm like, "Yeah." So he comes back, and then we, you know, I get in his car. We was talking. He said, "He said, so why are you writing a book?" And I said, "Because I want to talk about my life." You know, um, how I got started with all this and I want my kids and grandkids to have something, you know, that they can see and read about their grandfather. Mm. And he goes, I don't think you should do it. And I said, what? And then he said, well, you know, you were under contract and I talk about our life. And I said, dude, that was over 10 something years ago, nigga. We ain't in the band stuff no more. What are you talking about? And he's like, well, you know, Sheila and somebody else he named and uh, 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 Apollonia and all them guys with broken books and they had to answer to my lawyer. You know, I said, I'm the dude. I said, what makes you think that I'm writing something bad about you? What are you, what are you what's that all about? You know, and he just kind of, well, I just don't think you should write it. Da, 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 da. It's like, all right, man, whatever, man. So, you know, I wind up taking the kid and I just kind of told him, I said, you know what? And he's like, you know, we like family and, you know, you don't need to write no book and blah, 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 and things and that. I said, dude, I said, trust me, brother. I love you like a brother. If, if somebody was going to give you a hard time and, you know, heck, or say something to you out of line across the way, they don't have to worry about your bodyguards. I'll be the one to punch that motherfucker in his face. And he just looked at me. And I said, and so you should know that by now, bro. And he's like, he said, he said yeah. He said, well, 
Uh, it's not about, you know, nobody talking about, I guess, you know, people always want to tell stories about me and da da da. And I said, dude, the only story in my book, I said, if you'd have read it, because you couldn't have read it from two minutes ago up till now. I said, now, if there was something in, I was going to write negative about you, you'd have took that book home and read it and come back and tell me about it then. I said, but there's nothing in there negative towards you. I said, if you read the beginning, if you read the table of contents, I have you in the beginning of that as a very big thank you for what you have brought to my life, brother. And he just kind of said, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I just saw, you know, I said, yeah, you saw the table of contents and you saw your name and their dedication to the people that inspired me. And he just kind of sit there and he said, well, I just wouldn't do it. I said, all right, man. And I got out the car and he said, I'll, I'll talk to you later. And I got out the car and I looked at him. I said, you going to talk to me later, huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right, bro. Whatever. And I left it at that. And we got together, you know, a few more times after that, you know, him talking to me about, you know, you know, my life and what, what I need to do is get this. And I'm a, you know, he was big on wanting to try to, for me, I guess, with our conversations all the time, he's always trying to tell me, you know, what I could do in my life, you know, and so forth is bring God into it and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, dude, I believe in God. And he said, well, he, you know, remember one question he asked me was, how do I talk to God? And I said, what do you mean, how do I talk to him? He said, well, what are you calling? I said, Jesus Christ, God, you know, Lord, Savior, whatever. He said, you don't call him by his real name, you won't get your blessings. I said, What's his real name? <laughs> I'm saying, uh, okay, so what is it? outside of Jesus Christ, God, Lord, uh, who, uh, and he said, if you don't call him by his name, you won't get your blessings. And I just kind of was sitting there thinking to myself, like, okay, so my mama and my, we want to see, I went to Baptist church. We always <laughs> said, your heavenly father, Jesus Christ, right. Lord, of that. That's like, so I'm, I'm, I'm still puzzled, brother, because I didn't know what he was. And he goes, well, you got to call him by his real name. His name is Jehovah. I said, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I said, is that anything like Buddha? And the rest of them brothers, when they go to jail and them brothers go to jail and they, they, they you know, they say Buddha, Buddha and Allah and all them people do. I said, I, I don't know who all them, ain't they all the same person? <laughs> or same spirit or whoever. He said, like, well, you got to learn the difference. I was like, okay. All right, bro. All right, bro. I'm going to go on there and go on by my business, bro, because right now I'm a little lost. So you telling me that my mama raised me up calling the God and, and Lord oh, and Lord. Jesus Christ and they, that's wrong? For all these years, I've been going to church with my mama. <laughs> that I'm wrong. Cause I didn't call. That's why I ain't getting no blessing. Cause I ain't said, you know, uh, uh, please come down here. Like, come on, man. And we, you know, we went back and forth on that thing. And I just told him, I said, I, I guess I just won't never be able to get no blessing. Cause I don't, <laughs> I, I just see, I, I always sit on the, the heavenly father. Please, uh, you know, I don't, I, I never said Jehovah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, maybe that's why I ain't got no money. That's why I ain't blessed with nothing right now. Cause I forgot. <laughs> I didn't put Jehovah first. Lord. <laughs> so he, so he sounded like yeah. he was on some militant Christian. Like he was, he was trying to 
Well, that was you. later on in life, right? <laughs> right when we right. used to have, when we would, when we first got in the band and we would, you know, pray and stuff, he'd always say, do you have any father? You know, God's father, say for us. But as time went on and he started being around Larry, that's when that Jehovah thing started coming in. Mm. And, and mind you, I was out the band at that point in a way, I, so I didn't, when Larry came along and they were doing all that stuff with him, um, that's when that change started happening. So I don't know. I, I, I just... <clears throat> For whatever reason, I ain't trying to knock Jehovah Witnesses. I ain't trying to oh, knock yeah, anybody no, no. that like Allah, anybody that like Allah or, or, <laughs> or Buddha or, or whoever they, you know, whatever the other. There's a, there's a friend of mine on Facebook. He he names uh, he called God some other name too, and told him uh, had the nerve to tell me I had to I had to like put that brother on mute. He said <laughs> he said uh, something about it. I said I said you know. Uh, with God bless you, man. You done it. God is not a he's a uh, devil. Uh, I was like, nigga, I'm done with you, bro. I'm done. <laughs> I had to get off of that. I sure did, nigga. I was like, oh, look, look, look here, bro. Look, you're looking the devil. Okay. So now you're telling me I pray to the devil. Wow. I'm gonna tell you what. I don't know who the hell you praying to, <laughs> but keep on praying to him. <laughs> y'all do your y'all do who you do, I'm gonna do who right, I do, okay? Because right. <laughs> all of them other names y'all coming up with, I ain't never heard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the brothers that go to prison, who they talk talking about? Allah. <laughs> when they go to they done did some dirty stuff and then kill somebody, you know, the jail, they reform. I'm gonna talk to Allah. Allah's gonna save me from being in jail. And, and you know what I say? Allah, I'll be damned. Allah damn. Allah be damned if he's gonna save your wow. ass. You wanna know, you kill somebody out there and you, know, you on Allah. <laughs> or, or, them, uh, or Buddha, whoever Buddha is. I'm like, good Lord, who is all these people? Look, can we just get back to regular religion? Hilarious. Lord <laughs> Jesus Christ, please help me. <laughs> well. <laughs> well, uh, let me tell you, you don't want me to go to there because I bring out the reverend. <laughs> the reverend. Uh, the reverend Dixon <laughs> in the house. <laughs> Say it, Lord. <laughs> hey. Man, hey, look at him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, okay. So the other thing is, you were, you guys were uh, the band with the symbol album. Uh-huh. And, you know, and re- bleed into that. Now, they, they had the uh, was it three chains of gold was the other uh, kind of home video yeah. release. Yeah. yeah. And I think I asked this to Tony and Levi at one point, but I want to get your opinion. The whole little narrative that was sort of spun of like when um, Maite joined the band and like you guys seemed like y'all was kind of questioning what that was about. Was that fake or was anything any of that real? What part are you talking about fake? I mean, uh, in terms of it, it seemed like in the in the video, people were kind of questioning like her place in the band. Like, well, you know, Maite. Uh, I mean, her place was solidified. He he brought her brought her on, and and sure. uh, you know, we uh, you know, I mean, there was wasn't nothing in, that we weren't embracing her to be a part of it because she was, you know, he liked what he saw her with the belly dance and that stuff. And I mean, they wanted to incorporate mm-hmm. all the stuff that she brought to the band or whatever. But you know, <clears throat> when you look at that video. Um, when they were, when they had these little pieces of snippets of 
cutting to each one of us talking about it, her being a part of the band and, you know, she better not be in my way or, you know, I'm doing with you, you better bring what she better bring. And, you know, we were just kind of <clears throat> rolling with the punches because, you know, she was going to be a part of it. I mean, it's his thing. He, if he says it's going to be, it's going to be. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, what were those we real statements or it. were those like scripted statements? I guess um, I'm asking. Well, when they, when we filmed it, it was just more like what, you know, say what's on your mind, say, mm. you know, what you feel. Nobody, nobody ever really said anything mean about it or, or, you know, any, anything really negative besides saying, you know, she better bring, she better bring her A game because, you know, we, we gonna be doing us. You know what I mean? She, she right. if she gonna fit in. We ain't gonna treat you no different from nobody else. We gonna give you a hard time, and we gonna work. Okay, okay. You know, so yeah, she came along, and it's funny because we, we, we gave him a video of her back when we was in Germany, and she, her mom, and had gave us a tape to to show the print. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, that was a no no. You don't don't you don't come get that nigga no tape and. And, 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 uh, you know, nobody does that. <laughs> like, what do you mean, give him a tape? Nigga, you better keep that shit away from him. <laughs> you know, that was a sort of thing. It was kind of, you know, scary, you know, but we, uh, we gave him that tape and then he watched the, the video or whatever. She was young at that point. She was, it was just a tape of her when she was like, I want to say they said she was nine or 11 or whatever. Mm. And she was doing her little belly dance thing on this tape and whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay. So fast forward, if you there's a part of one of them videos, you could see him watching that video. Right. Yeah. In the video. So, and she's older at that point now. And, and uh, you know, and I guess that was supposed to be a romance story. How, you know, he was fascinated with her and where she come from and all that stuff. Now, that whole India thing, <laughs> her being from India and, and, and they showing all the pyramid shit. I don't know that she's India. I, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I don't know her background totally, but, you know, um, whatever transpired after that was where she, you know, where she became a part of the band and she became part of his romantic story. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily know where all that came from and and when it started it was like i i i don't remember when they started talking you know what i mean so mm. forth as being in a relationship type thing i can remember one time we was all in a lobby and you know i used to play with my k a lot wrestle with her you know sister brother type stuff you know grabbing wrestling around and playing and stuff and one time she i pulled up we had paisley we got through a rehearsal and out of my car in the wintertime and let it warm up along with everybody else. And she got in my car and drove it around the, around the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, man, she got in your car. I'm like, what? And she pulls back up. And so I go out there and I'm like, I go, you can do it in my car. And, and she's like, you know, we laughing and stuff. And I scooped her butt up and threw her in some snow. <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward the next day or two, you know, person will come to me and go, hey, he said, uh, so I understand that you uh, um, were rocking with my take. I was like, yeah, we were just playing around, man. She, you know, saying, uh, yeah, you threw her in some snow. I said, yeah, yeah, she threw in the snow because she got in my car and drove it around. You know, uh, don't you think that's a little rough for a girl? <laughs> uh, bruh, she had me in a headlock. 
Okay. Uh, so we plan. Uh, no big thing. I like my pay, my pay, so I don't understand. Uh, I don't think you should pay with a rough, a rough like that. <laughs> and I just kind of stopped and went, all right, bro, well, tell her that we can't wrestle. She can't be playing with me then, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to do on your end. <laughs> I'll leave her alone. Oh, okay. And then so she she tried to play with me a couple of times and I wouldn't play with her. And she was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? And I know she was kind of puzzled because I just, you know, shut it off. Mm. Like, I'm not, you know, can't play with you because the boy over there tripping. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I don't want him getting no attitude because if he try to fight me, it ain't going to be no fighting. <laughs> I'm going to just be honest with you. <laughs> I'm the real nigga. <laughs> might be some problems, but you know, uh, I might be fired if that come down to it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, and the other one I wanted to ask about was, um, well, one, the, the, uh, gold nigga album, <clears throat> which uh, was essentially like a rap album, you know, with, with uh-huh. Tony and Prince is on a few songs. And the other, there was a couple of rap projects that came through around these times in, in the, the Carmen Electra. Oh, uh, yeah, Carmen. Yeah, yeah. What What do you remember about Carmen Electra and her coming into the to the camp and everything? Uh, she, you know, it was cool. I mean, she she was looking to you know further her career. I uh, guess as trying to be an entertainer, rapper, whatever. Uh, her coming in was just you know he had this project he wanted her on, and and it's funny because there was a girl with that came with her. Uh, who, who, she was, uh, she was, I guess, like a writer, a rapper, like one aspiring rapper. Um, and she was, uh, trying to be in the part of the thing or whatever. And then, you know, I mean, this Carmen was just more like this girl. And, and, you know, if you looked at her, she right up his alley, he looked wise. And, uh, he wanted to try to bring her on. And, uh, you know, basically just started, you know, putting together stuff for her. Now, did it, you know, was it going to last? Eh, I don't, you just don't know. I mean, just a, it was just one of those things. I, what I noticed was, you know, she wanted to, she wanted to get into the business and she wanted to be this, you know, whatever singer, rapper, performer. And, and once it started happening, you know, uh, me and her had a conversation. And it's funny because, I talk about some of these things, like I, even the thing with my pay, me and her used to wrestle around and then I'm talking snow and stuff. she tries to play like she don't remember it. And that's my problem with some of these people that come across some of the stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't forget stuff. I, I'm, I got like, I'm like an elephant that some stuff happening around me. I kind of pay attention. I, I watch, I pay attention to a lot of things and you talk to people. And they act like they don't know you no more. You know what I mean? Mm. Or they or they don't remember a story. Or they don't remember that happened. Well, first, if you stop fabricating some of the things that you did, you, you wouldn't have to sit there and act like you don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to be on that Arsenio. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, and then, and, you know, so Carmen, when he was doing all the stuff with her, she asked me, she's like, what do I need to do to get him to write, you know, music for me? And true story, I told her, I said, do not 
give up the draw. Wait, 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 slow down. (laughs) (laughs) I want to to make sure we can hear you clearly. I don't know how you're holding that phone, but I want to make sure. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, because I think my my, my, uh, my earpiece kind of died here. Hold on a second. Okay. Let me take this earpiece off and put it on speaker. All right, can you hear me there, now? There you go. They're going to hate me that I didn't have you do this earlier, but <laughs> yes. Right, I know, because I had to take my darn earpiece out. If they start dying, we'd have been on here a couple hours. I don't think they last that long. Yeah. Apple lied. Anyway. So you said, you, she asked you a question, how do I get him to write me a song? And you said, what now? Yeah, so she asked, she's like, she's like, how do I get him to, you know, write for me and, and, and you know, get me some music out of it? And I, I told her, I said, I said, well, you stay, stay on your craft. I said, but most importantly, do not give up the draws. And that's how I said it to her. And she said, well, well, what do you mean? I said, listen, do not have sex with him. If you have sex with him, you ain't going to get that album. Mm. And then she was looking at me. She's like, well, that's not what I'm trying to do. I said, I understand that. So fast forward, he was writing this album for, which he did, and he was bringing her out on the road with us. (laughs) (laughs) Three, four shows in, and he's sending her home. Hmm. And nobody understood why. (laughs) And so she's in one of the dressing rooms, emotional, because he's telling her to go home. I go past and she called me in there and she goes, she says, I don't know, I don't understand why we're going home. We only been out here for a couple of shows and blah, blah, blah. And she started, I said, I walked in there and I looked at her, I said, Carmen, let me ask you a question. And she's looking at me. I said, did you sleep with him? And she said, huh? I said, did you sleep with him? Did you give up the draws? And she just looked at me and she said, well, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't start out like that. Mm. Oh, well, then that's why you ain't getting nothing. You're going home. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. That's why you're going home. And that's how that, you know, ended. But she wasn't, I mean, she was just there a hot minute. Man. Now you, for you to be able to say that to her in terms of like, you know, saying don't, don't sleep with them. Are you speaking of this because this has happened before? Like what made you say that? Well, that was just my view of all the women that have been around him. Mm. I I just kind of thought that most of the women that came into that fold was somebody trying to sleep with him. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, I didn't expect that answer, but you kept it. You kept it a buck. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just you know, that's just where it was. Like, okay, so you sleeping with the man? I get what you doing. Mm. And she goes on to be. Uh, well, she goes on. I mean, yeah. I mean, just think about it. She she got an opportunity. She she was there for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. People saw her. And so that opened up doors for her. Right. Right, right. What, I mean, it, you, you, you go back and look at the track record of all the women that ever had an opportunity to be with him doing music. 
Mm-hmm. Most of them got an opportunity, right? Most of them went on to be something. Most of them, yeah. Yeah. You know, Apollonia. Mm-hmm. Vanity. Yeah, Vanity, Sheila E. Maite. Maite. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. Now, these are women that, you know, wanted to be singers and wanted to be, you know, whatever. They got their opportunity. Now, the ones that I didn't see did a whole bunch of stuff. And I didn't know back in the day, I guess, I guess uh, it was either was it Robin Powers. Robin I Powers. didn't know that she was in. I didn't know that she was in like, a, a, was it an Ice Cube video or somebody's video? I didn't know that she, I had no clue until somebody just enlightened me on that. Not too long ago, I was like, "Oh, okay. really? Wow, I, nah, I didn't know nothing about that." Yeah, there is a very—I can't think of the name. There's a book about Dr. Dre that came out many years ago. From like his his, it was by his best boy, best boy, one of his homeboys, like his road dog. And okay, it, it was something that was called Me and Dre or something, and it he pretty much just you know, I don't want to say exposed, but he talked about the whole death road, how Dre got into that, but he was. His his homeboy, so he goes into all of the stuff they was doing with the ladies and you know out in the out and about in the world. And Robin Powers right. is in that book a lot. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna say okay. how she's in that book, but that's you, ain't, what, you ain't you ain't gotta you yeah. ain't gotta say it. Hell, uh, <laughs> if you go find her on Facebook and her little her, oh, her okay. little pages and Instagram, uh, yeah, she's uh, yeah, she got her own little thing going on now. Yeah, and, and salute to Robin Power. I'm not hating at all like beautiful sister doing your thing but i that's what i know yeah so she she doing her thing no i i i have i've never had anything ill robin robin you know she was she's a cute girl i mean hell she had a banging ass body and she could dance yeah Yeah, for sure oh you know what i mean (laughs) i mean cat cat too cat Cat was like that's my home you know Strong, beautiful features, and just you know, hell of a dancer. <clears throat> Creative. She was, you know, she was choreographing back in the day. Uh, uh, some of the stuff that he with, with Prince, a lot of the choreography was done with her. Yeah, beautiful woman, so, beautiful sister. Man. I don't, yeah, I don't have any no no hate on either one of them. You know, they doing what they had to do, and they would, you know, made things happen. Right. I just know that ain't no ain't no brother. No other man ever go through Prince's camp and come out on the other side of that, you know, being that successful. I, I would say aside from Morris Day. You know, the yeah, early, well, early Morris them, well yeah. you know, Morris, like I said, Morris got put on the map with them, but Morris them was already doing stuff with J- Terry and Jimmy now. Well, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know, so pretty. it wasn't like, I mean, yeah, Prince put them on the map with the movie stuff. But they were already a band before getting with Prince. Right, right. That's an interesting thing. The point that you made, though, is I'm trying to think after those, after that initial sort of run of Cats, Morris, the, the Jesses, and Terry, and all of them. Yep. And, and I would say Andre too. He was probably the first, actually. Oh yeah, yeah, know, yeah. Together, yeah, yeah. after yeah, yeah. All, after them, when you go into later, yeah, I don't think there was really any any men. Who who went on? Who came through there and went on to? I think no, the only person I, I, I could think of was like Tevin, but again, he was sort of associated with other things too. Yeah, I um, can't I can't think of any any men at all that I mean outside of Terry and Jimmy making that happen. 
Right. You know, I mean, and they and and I think their misfortune of missing a show got them even bigger than what they yeah, were. That, that was you their know? blessing, actually. <laughs> that was their blessing. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know, at the other point, I would say, well, you know, I think. You know, again, I'm just speculating, but I think like Prince probably inspired or really was dropping game on dudes probably behind the scenes where it might have been more of like, you know, cats that probably came up sort of idolizing him or admiring him, being able to talk yeah. to them and say, yo, man, young brother, let me show you this or whoop de whoop, you know, right, right. That, that type right. of thing, <clears throat> which is just as powerful, you know. Yeah. Oh, of course. I mean, everybody that's there can't say, I mean, I'd like for any one of the brothers that have been a part of, of that, that whole scene to say that they didn't get some kind of wisdom, some kind of knowledge, some mm-hmm. kind of business out of that, that, that made them better. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. They, they, if they're they one, they can say, if they say, oh, I was there, but you know, I did this on my own. I, you know, I, he ain't never said nothing to me. That I'm, I, yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah, no, I mean, there's, when you think of it like that, is there's a many of people who have come through that and yep. benefited yep. greatly, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and no matter what it is that you came in there to do, I was like, right. I mean, you know, I, I, I came in as a dancer, and, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. Um, me coming a part of that as getting the opportunity as a dancer performing, like just loving to perform. I didn't have the the music stuff. I didn't, I didn't, you know, play no instrument. I played mm-hmm. some little light drums when I was young, uh, tried my hand at a horn, but I just didn't like blowing. <laughs> <laughs> like, pucker your lips up and push out what you yeah, got. I'm, I'm like, I'm, pucker my lips up and push out with what? Oh no, I don't like this. Um, so, <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't have the whole instrument thing. You know what I mean? Right. And now, you know, so, but see, and, and I'm only, and I share this with you, man. Yeah. I, I, I've been saying this with people cause people been like, Oh, you're fortunate and you got opportunity. You should look at it as a blessing and blah, blah, blah. I said, I do look at it as a blessing. I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I'm not blessed. I didn't have that opportunity that I don't, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate it and, and look at it as that opportunity came to me. I lucked up on a, an opportunity and, and I, you know, worked hard as a dancer to do the things I wanted to, you know, to do right. and to, you know, put on a show with him and, and bring more energy to his stage. Mm-hmm. That's what I think I did. But at the same time, people always want to try to make you sound like, you know, you should be grateful that you had this opportunity, this and that. When I'm going, I didn't really play none of the music. So when when people, I've had this issue with people saying things about, you know, especially when it comes to the band and we all, everybody's cool, everybody wants to be, like, I don't think I ever got the respect as a fact you know, as being somebody, you know, music wise, he's, you know, he brought this to the table and he right. brought that to the table. I don't see that because I don't, you know, I didn't create none of the music. I didn't get a chance to, you know, go lay a guitar line, a drum line, a horn line or keyboard yeah. line. I didn't get to do that. So let me, let me say this to you because, and you're, and you're right. And a lot of times when people, there's going to be people that are initially going to see the title of this or see that this is going to be you talking and in their mind, they're going to think like that, but I'm going to tell you why they're wrong. And this is something we got to remember when we deal with 
I'm going to kind of go that when we deal with the dominant society and, and how they view stuff, dance is just, if not as important as the music. When we go back and look at our culture and the things that we provide, we, 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 you know, into rhythms and dance and things that we do, the dancing is just as important as the guy who can play an instrument that was created by a man. Okay. Our body movement and the way that we move and the rhythms that we move and the stance and just our physicalness, that's, that's just straight from God. Like that's us. That's our essence. That is really when you go back and look at some of the greats and you look at James Brown with James Brown playing instruments. Yeah. He, he was the instrument. His movements yeah. was just as influential, uh, powerful to us and to the world. That's why he is who he is, really. I mean, the rhythms, of oh. course, is another part of what we do. But we can't let the way that the the world sort of tries to try and pick apart our shit and try to make, oh, well, because you can be more technical with this instrument I created, that means you are greater than the rest of them. Nah, that's why a guy like a hammer, you can go through history of, of entertainment. The dancers is just as important as the guy who can do the solo or play the drums or whatever. You really, if you really think about it, the guys who's moving and moving his body and, and all of the physicalness and the expression and emotion, that's what we gravitate to. That's why you don't really see some Super dope guitar player who can't, who's a square, he not gonna move the crowd. He not gonna move the world. It's gonna be the guy who can dance. That's why you look at a prince. Yeah, of course, he accomplished the music, but he was just playing what he felt. You see what I'm saying? And he had the movements and his look made that thing special. That's why you got Michael Jackson, who ain't playing no instruments, but move the world. That's why when he right. moves his body in a certain way, and he did that Billie Jean on uh, Motown 25, the world yeah. stopped. Because yeah. it was like, look at that. Oh. And that's so, so what you do is just as important. So that's why it's not, it ain't because you're not on, you didn't do the guitar. No. It's because we're letting people define what our greatness is. And when we realize, what you guys did up there dancing was just as important. I think Prince realizes why he always had dancers of some capacity in his works when he realized I'm going to really shine when I have these brothers up here dancing, Where whether it was Jerome and them or you guys right. or Kat or Maite. And you know what I'm saying? He understood yeah. like that's our essence. We got to have that. So yeah. you are just as important. So that even even today, the MPG, they would have to understand that for real music and culture and what, what we're really pushing out there when we do those shows is all of that. You can't have one without the other. They all just as important. And it's really somebody else who's probably not really a part of our situation that's defining and, and putting that out there like, oh, well, you, you can play the keyboard, so you're a little better than the, the rest of, you know, let me treat you this way. That ain't, that's when we got to really stop and say, man, who, who's controlling how we look at our art? 
them yeah. or us. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So that I just wanted to say yeah. that, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, you know, but, and I always, and you know, and I try to get away from even talking about, you know, what I am to it all. Cause I, you know, I'm always praising the other guys cause I know that they, you know, there's, there's a lot of work going involved in, you know, doing that music and creating it and what have you, man. And I, and, you know, uh, stage stuff being the, the performance part of it and what you bring to the stage and, and giving an overall look. I mean, I, I have to be honest with that. I, I won't go if I go to a show and I don't and it ain't moving me. I get up and leave. I don't care how much money they you know charging me to get up in there because I'm not. I'm. I, I want to see a show. Exactly. Wanna I want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want. I want to just. That's why you know when Beyonce came to town and my uh, my boy was working with her and he had me come down there. I'm like, I went to go check out the show and I'm like, that's exactly why I come to search, go see a show. Right. That right there. I was like, because I can't just go see somebody just standing around on a stage and they're walking back and forth. I mean, that's literally what you're doing when you go see rappers. They ain't putting on no right. damn show like that. Right, right. You know, the only rappers back in the day that was actually doing it, doing it like that. And I'm a, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong. Heavy D was a bad boy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that whole Heavy D, Big Daddy Kane, that's when you could be the illest rapper, but they was dancing and they had the, the dancers and they was choreographed. Right. They was doing right. a full show. I agree with you. Yeah. And I and mm-hmm. and and so for me, it's like, you know, I I, I know because having conversation with P, um, and that's what he said. He said, man, he said, your energy is what, you know, you bring to the table, da 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 da. And we, you know, when we had that conversation, I just go, yeah. And I just I, I, you know, I accept what you're going to tell me, but I, I noticed from experience and being around everybody, you know, how some of the people that I've been involved with, some of them, I don't, the respect ain't there. You know what I mean? For me, I, at least that's what I felt like it wasn't. Right. You know and, what I mean? And you're probably, because and you're right. Cause, but I'm saying it's because it's not only because they don't respect you. They just don't, they don't really understand that they don't really respect actually the, the, yeah. the art <laughs> that was, yeah. you know they respect yeah. it from the lens of somebody who probably ain't really from our situation telling them these are why you have to yeah. you know what i'm saying right and that's something right. we just gotta we gotta we gotta watch across the board because that's what that's what separates us uh that's what yeah. make, make people feel like oh you you're the guy not he's not that much a part of it We've seen that go through with groups all you see that with new edition i mean there's a many of groups that's why we don't really have no groups today. Because they right. that that type of thinking, they make well. You're the singer, so you don't need da 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 da. Or, but yeah, it, yeah, you know. pretty much, pretty much, you know. And I and I, you know, like I said, I you know, me and you talked about this the other day, and I just you know, I I I, I pulled myself away from everything, and and you know, I so you know, I've had people ask me to come on and talk about stuff and I appreciate you having me come on. I mean we just, you know, we shooting the breeze, we talking, you know, right. you know, about things that happen, whatever and that stuff, man. But I said, but you know, I, I like I told you that day, I kinda pulled myself away from being a part of everything and didn't want to be in the light of everybody's thing no more. And kinda wanna leave it to them to the ones that do all the music so they can have that platform because, you know, when you're being told that you're you're not essential, when you're told that you're not uh, you know, that they can do the shit without you, you know, it, it, it does, you know, it does kind of make you feel just, you know, disrespected yeah, yeah, and, and less of what you are. You know, um, I had to learn over the last year since this COVID stuff come in, I've been sitting around, and I think a lot, you know, and I, 
And I had to look back on the year before that and see where I was, you know, what was being happening to me. And I had to come to the realization that I, you know, step away from it, leave it alone mm-hmm. and let these people have, you know, their day. Cause mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, love is love. I'm going to, I'm going to let, you know, love these brothers, let them do what they want to do, but I'm not going to be disrespected. I'm not going to, I'm not going to feel like, you know, I'm, I'm not essential enough to be a part of something and them kind of things. So for me, it's like I leave all that stuff in the past now. I won't get into being a part of it. If I, if I had the opportunity to get out and perform again, would I? It's something I'd have to think about before I jump back in it again now. Mm. And, and be clear, you know people, I mean? we're talking about the NPG as it stands today, right? Like, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, I, I, you know, all of them brothers are, you know, they, they're all going to be, you know, I, I have no disrespect to none of them. I, I, they're all talented. And I go down that list and look at all these people. I had an opportunity to be around some of the, the most amazing musicians. You're talking about Levi Caesar. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Miko Weaver. You're yeah. talking about Sonny Thompson. You're talking about Michael Bland. You're talking about Tommy Elm. You're talking about Rosie Gaines. Mm. You're talking about Kirk Johnson. You're talking about Tony Mosley. You know what I mean? Right. You, all of these people brought, you know, amazing things to that MPG thing. You know what I mean? You know, all of them very talented musicians. You got very talented singers. Uh, you know what I mean? And, it, and it's, it's, it's crazy, you know, I, I, to be around it. And, and, and I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I was around all these people, but yet I never got a chance to explore Damon. Mm. I never got that opportunity to, you know, to write a lyric, to sing a, sing a solo or even do anything where anybody recognized me like that. You know, I always wanted to, but it just never never arrived for me never was there now have i had somebody tell me hey man we need to put you in this and this and that yeah i have somebody say it but that's as far as it goes you know what i mean so you know like i said i respect all of them man i I'll, i'll never you know be into them things i mean right down to morris hayes you know Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible mm-hmm. keyboard player, yep. incredibly talented, yep. you name it, you know, but there's also some personality things that go on with a lot of that stuff. And you just be like, eh, you know, I'm going to step away because I, you know, I, I can't, I can't be it no more. So, you know, when people ain't, you know, come off a certain way, you just got to step back and look at who you are and look at where you're at and, and think about if there's something you want to continue being and mm-hmm. how you want to come about it. So, you know, nothing but love to all them guys, man. I, you know, but me, myself, I'm just, you know, I'm just that brother that got that opportunity. Grateful. I will never disrespect that business cause it, it's a hard business. And when I say that the performance stuff is, you know, it's easy. The hard part is the business side of that. Mm. And a lot of the young cats out there who trying to get into music, yeah, they, you know, they focus on your craft. Do what you need to do to be the best you can and learn your craft. For but sure. also know that, know that being in the music business is 98% of what you do. Right. Yeah. That I mean, 2% performing and all that, oh, that's easy once you start doing it. Right. Just handling your business under on the other side of that is what what's going to make you. 
Yeah, man. And I would add to just from again, just as a fan, just as a man, uh, you know, listen, you know, we look at the, the, the new power generation when you guys first really dropped, you know, there was a picture. I think it may have been in the album. It was all the band members. Yeah. And the, you know, the thing you saw, this was the first time the band was predominantly black. Yeah. You dig? <laughs> like that was yeah. a big thing. Like I remember looking at that. I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. I thought Prince was just way out there, but no, yeah, he making a point to have, you know, we, we back, you know, we, we, and it's all, you know, and I'm like, every sort of, uh, iteration is still been, you know, it's supposed to be us. And so I say that yep. to say, even today, what y'all doing, um, I think that should, maybe it is, I'm just speculating, but that should always be remembered. Like no matter what business situation is going on, it was supposed to be able to say, well, you know what, man, this is us. This ain't like, you know, we're not the odd man out in this group. So we should be able yeah. to come together and let's chop it up somehow. Yes, I know times are tough. I know the, the, the money on the road isn't the same as it was, whoopie whoop. But but I think like, and this is something that always tends to break up a lot of black groups is because when the money does kind of get low or something, cats be willing to sort of try and look at people and like, oh, who can we sort of leave behind or who can we, you know, do, 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 do so we can get this yeah. back. And I think that's the wrong way to look at things because again, that's what always breaks us up. It's always about yep. the money, man. And like, there's got to be enough money or different ways to do this where we can still eat. Everyone's getting an opportunity, but we, we own this. or we are part of this is supposed to be as bigger than just, Oh, you got to take a, less a hundred dollars here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. I just hope those types of things can be considered as well. Cause it's just as important. And y'all, y'all the new power generation. You was there from the beginning of that. Well, no, I, I, I <laughs> let me, let me, let me, let me help you rephrase that. They are the new power generation. I am I feel no you. longer. A I, part I feel of what that. you're saying. <laughs> I, I said, I'm looking at it from a fan's perspective. I, 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 when I, I think yeah, of the band, I, I, that's I who I see. So, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and and it's true, you know. I mean, I I've, I've talked to some people that 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 uh, help with some of the other bands that are out there, some bigger bands than what we were back in the day. Uh, you know, struggle with that whole thing as well. You know, they, you know, wasn't enough money, so a certain one, certain one other persons in the band got a little, you know, didn't, you know, got got laid to the side, and everybody else was out, and people feeling funny. That you, you're right. It, it, it's something that goes on in our culture with the with the bands, the black bands, as opposed to you know you see these white bands out here. They um, all they eating. still they out there doing it. Yeah, they all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and if one person you know decided he was done or wasn't gonna be there, then they ain't they ain't trying to you know make that person feel like he was less than anything. They just move on or they'll try to work it out. It's just not in our culture. It's it's the same as. It's, it feels the same as like I, I had a question I was going to ask, and I might do this live today if I get a chance um, to ask the question. Black folks in general, we don't do what Asian people do, what Somalian people do, what all these other people do when they when they get into business. So mm. if you go to you, you go to any state in the world and 
every state has like their little Chinatown or right. you know, or 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 you got the little Mexican play where all the Mexican people, you know, mm-hmm. had their little restaurants and what have you. Ethiopian, they support each other. Yeah, the Ethiopian section. They support each other. Yeah. Black folks can't do that. If it, you you there's not a place where you can go where black folks have their own restaurants, their own clothing stores, they own this or that, and they all supporting it. Right. Now we know why that's they, something we, you won't see. Right. And we know why that is, but I think you're saying we we know that. So but see, here's the thing. There's people that want to see y'all play. <laughs> it ain't like, you know what I mean? Like there's a lane for y'all. Now, of course, the COVID thing, but still, there's a lane for all of y'all. And even if it was like, you know what, maybe you have to take I again, I'm I don't want to speak too much into it. I don't know. Um, right, the right. Stuff. So I'm gonna let you go ahead and tell it. Go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I, I know there's people that want to see see you know music and stuff, and and as far as the MPG, I mean, yeah, they're gonna continue to be out there doing their thing or whatever, but it ain't gonna make a difference who they have lined up in it. It, it, it won't. I mean, people want to hear the music; they're gonna go see it regardless. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, so I don't look at it as if I'm not there, people are going to be like, oh, that's not, oh, God, he's not there. That's right. You know, they'll say it and they'll may, they might even go, well, man, I, well, what's going on with that? And that answer won't never come across. It won't never be answered in the right way. It won't never be answered truthfully. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But they're going to go see that show regardless. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I've said that to people. They, somebody said, well, I, um, I heard MPG was doing this. And I didn't see your picture on it. What did I said, and my question, and, and, I, and I wasn't trying to be funny. I just said, well, you're going to go see the show, right? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to purchase a ticket. I was like, okay, well, then why are you asking me whether or not I'm going to be there? Because <laughs> it ain't going to make a difference. You already got your ticket. You're going to go see it. It ain't going to make a difference. You bought the ticket and you seen my face wasn't there. You still went and bought the ticket. So what's the difference? Mm. So I don't really, I don't really feed into that. It's like I, you know, hey, no big deal. <laughs> you still support, and that's what it is. You're gonna support, support what it is you you love to do. Like you love seeing live music. For sure, for sure. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this lastly: it, it make a difference only here because we love the whole thing, and we and we about making sure that the legacies of of everybody is represented, and when we keep it at one hundred. And so, so when they, some people look back at this in, in the past, they're going to be like, oh, that, that was that brother that was dancing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then when they, when you're not there no more, hopefully things like these podcasts can be able to explain, well, yeah. Okay. Prince moved into a different direction. That's why he's not here. Oh, they still playing now. Yeah. Where's the rest of them? Well, oh, here's, right, why. Right, right. here's why he ain't there. And, and just so we all know it was and so in terms of history, we know it ain't. Yeah. Oh, well, cause he was yeah. too busy working two jobs. That's why he didn't want to go do the show. No, this right, is why w- right. what it was. You That's know? type of thing. I That's mean, the only thing and, we're doing. And, right. And so if anybody, you know, like there were shows that were performed back in 2019 throughout and be in 2018 and then that I wasn't there. It had nothing to do with me uh, having prior engagement. It has nothing to do with me not being able to be there. That was something that was a a, a move that was made amongst the people in that band who who decided, you know, they wanted a smaller configuration, whatever, and 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 whatever the deal, and and me being as they wanted me to be the team player and 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 step back, and I did, and that's that's fine. My mistake, 
my mistake was not saying, uh, hell no, I'm a part of this too. You know, Mm. that's my mistake, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to regret the fact that I, you know, said, uh, okay, well, I'm going to try to be a team player, let everybody go ahead and make their money and not, not feel a certain way about it, you know, but after a certain time and stuff being said to you a certain way and then nobody really stepping up and, 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 you know, fixing it. Yeah. Yeah. I can honestly say that I had enough and I was like, okay, you know what? This ain't for me. You know, this is for the ones who are the celebrities of it. You know what I mean? The ones who mean more, the musicians. Uh, I respect your take on that. I- you know, so, uh, and, and like I said, it, it, you know, it's not about me trying to bash anybody. I right. know where I stood and I know where things did, you know, had I been somebody instrumental music wise, it probably wouldn't have happened. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Let me ask yeah, this yeah. because it started with these brothers in, in some sense, y'all coming in together. Uh, one would hope, and I'm sure that you, Tony and Kirk, it's still cool. Like y'all still start. Really um, cool. Yeah, we, I mean, we, I still talk to uh, uh, Kirk and Tony. Um, uh, me and Kirk uh, at one point had some, you know, disagreements or, uh, you know, whatever little thing happened and, and me and him sit down and hammered out some stuff. Like, like you me. said, like me. as men, we sit down and had a conversation and I let him know how I felt about something that had happened at the time it was going on. And, and we good, man. I mean, we, we, you know, we made, you know, made progress and, and that's, that's my little brother, man. I, I you know, I don't have, I, I will never try to like hold nothing and tones like, you know, that's, that's my brother from another mother, man. We, you know, I, I mean, you know, we go back so many years. Um, and you know, I, I, I would hope, um, that that brother had my back when we was in that, that whole thing, you know, but I, I don't know because I wasn't, you know, I'm, I wasn't in the room when, when people speak about certain things or how it was going to be. But, you know, we cool. I, I haven't heard from him in, you know, in a little while. We, we uh, text here and there. Uh, I'm trying to do better on texting all these brothers to say how y'all doing or whatever. Mm. Um, but, you know, I, I don't I don't I don't expect brothers to try to be like me and try to, you know, <laughs> you know, make sure everybody's cool and, and be all this other stuff. I, you know, I, it's just me turning a new lease on my life, man. I'm, you know, with all the things I've been through. So okay. um, we cool, though. I mean, I don't I don't I don't see it no different, you know, as for a friendship wise, um, unless something else I, I don't know. Or, you know, I mean, while, while while being in the band, me and Tone was in touch quite a bit. But since um decision was made and and i stepped away from it because i didn't like what was being said to me i haven't really you know we weren't there hasn't been uh, like a lot of conversation uh you you know from that from that point um which kind of got me in my feelings a little bit because it's kind of like well damn man you you don't even talk to a brother no more you know Mm -hmm. i pissed y'all off that much to where y'all didn't want to have anything to do with my ass and that's fine I piss a lot of people off. <laughs> and it might be awkward. At my, reg- you know, at my, at my regular job, I piss people off. Because I don't, you know. <laughs> you know what y'all should just meet up and do hot hands. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still quick as a motherfucker. <laughs> 
y'all can meet up and just take it back to hot hands. Squash it You know out. what I mean? <laughs> uh, okay, man. Well, listen, Damon. Oh, another other thing I want to into too, because you mentioned you had uh, what well, you had a, a child. I don't know if you have more. You you, you kind of said you was a grandfather. You a grandparent now? Or? Oh yeah, man. I'm a oh, grandparent. Okay. What we say? Uh, almost 14 times now. Really. Yeah, man. Okay. Well, you got a nice big family. <laughs> my, young, my oldest daughter, my actually my oldest daughter is pregnant right now. I get she's okay. getting ready to have a good kid. Wow. Okay. Well, man. probably in a few more months, but yeah, she's yeah, she's pregnant. So that's gonna be I, I, I believe that's gonna be number fourteen, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Fourteen or fifteen. So <laughs> Well damn, I gotta yeah, take I'm, I'm losing you. track of I'm losing track of how many times they having sex out here. <laughs> shit. I'm not trying to tell my mother, y'all need to slow the hell down. <laughs> Somebody's paying I for it. I guess. I'm yeah. like, hell, I can't get all of them niggas no gift. <laughs> <laughs> it's too yeah. many of y'all. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start giving y'all a share. Y'all gonna get the share <laughs> button. You, know, you want to start making some cookies or something. Y'all come Look, get your for gift. Real. <laughs> I ain't buying shit. <laughs> Look, did everybody, everybody get a cookie? <laughs> well, man, that's see, that's a that's incredible, man. Like you are hella wealthy, man. Like to have a big family like that, that's wealth, man. Like, yeah, my kids are all, you know, they're all grown and they, you know, they're living their life or whatever, man. And wow. I, you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I try to be there when they need to talk or whatever else. Mm-hmm. Not that they call a lot for anything like that, but, you know, except for when, hey, dad, I need, I'm going to do this. You got to, uh, okay, then y'all, y'all need some money. Okay. 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 <laughs> now you want to talk to me, huh? <laughs> I'm going to check cases on all you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 so I just be there for them on that end, man. And, you know, it's That's like they, you know, they, they grown, man. My kid, my youngest is 27. Damn. How many kids you got? I got three and then I got okay. a stepdaughter that from a marriage and stuff. But yeah, okay. they all, let's see, 20, 27, 36, 37, and oh, 41. Oh, wow. Okay. Damn. And my oldest granddaughter is about to be 21. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of wealth there, sir. Blessings yeah, so, to you, man. You know, That's what's up. And, and it's funny because they, you know, the, the, I don't know how much they, you know, even know about everything that I used to do back in the day and that stuff. I, That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know that her, their mom even talking about it. my youngest daughter says it all the time. She, she, when I was in the band, she was born mm-hmm. uh, and, and me and her mother separated when she was two. So, you know, fast forward 26 years, she's 27 now. And she, mm. she talked about it to somebody one day. I was over there at a house. She does hair for a living. So she was talking to this girl. And she said, she's like, yeah, my dad, you know, my dad's funny. You don't, you know, he don't talk about his life, but he, <laughs> he, 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 he grown man, this man almost in his 60s, he up here doing TikTok. And <laughs> she said, he doing TikTok. She said, yeah, he dance all the time. She said, he dance? And, and he's like, yeah. So she was trying to, you know, open the door for me to tell the lady what I did and I was right. avoiding it. And uh-huh. so she goes, see, I just, I'm just going to say it. My dad used to be in a band. He don't even talk about it. And, and I just looked at her and she goes, well, what band was he in? And then I still didn't say nothing. So I went over to where my grandson was. I was like, I like, damn it, man, I'm going to give it a lead, man. And, <laughs> and, and she goes, she goes, see, look at him. He's trying to leave so he don't have to talk about it. <laughs> wow. Dude, man. <laughs> 
Listen, you, yeah, that's. I mean, I, I can understand why you're being very humble about it, but dude, that's yeah. A, I thought, look, part dude, of, I've worked at two different places. Uh, I used to work at an insurance company, and I was a security uh, supervisor over there. Mm-hmm. And the first year. I was there, I was like kind of just, you know, doing my thing and I was being friendly with everybody, meeting all these people and stuff, whatever. The next year I was there, dude, this dude comes downstairs and he walks by me and he kept saying, he said, man, I've been watching you for, but this is a white dude, man. He said, he said, yeah, he says, um, he said, you look familiar. And I go, uh, okay. And he said, you look like somebody, I'm just not sure. He said, you just, you seem familiar to me. And I said, well, when you figure out who it was, you let me know. And so he walked back by one day and he goes, you used to be in a band or something? And I said, uh, no, I, you know, I don't know. He games. said, okay, do you know, uh, uh, are you, are you familiar with Prince? I said, yeah, I know who Prince is. And he goes, <laughs> he said, you look like a guy that might've been in his band. I said, I said, oh, I said, you know what? I get that all the time. I, I swear <laughs> they say I look like this dude in this band and he just went. So Later that day, dude, he comes downstairs, and I kid you not, he had three pieces of paper in his hand, and he goes, "So you don't, you don't really, uh, you, you, you're not, you don't know anything about, you don't have no, no, no uh, affiliations with any bands or anything." I said, "I said, bro, I said, I, you know, I've been doing this security stuff here, man, for about five years. I don't, yeah." And he goes, and he goes, so he sets down this one paper. And it had a picture of the band uh, of MPG, right? <laughs> and I looked and I went, huh? I said, oh, yeah. I said, that's that, that's that, that band. He said, yeah. He says, uh, anybody on there look familiar to you? And I looked and I'm looking at it. I was like, yeah, no, not really, man. And, I, and he goes, okay. So then he pulls out another paper. And this is a picture of me, uh, uh, of just me and, and with my hair the way it used to look, right? <laughs> and I looked at the picture. And he goes, so you sure that this ain't, you don't know who this dude is? That you don't, you don't know. And I looked at the picture and I went, well, uh, that's the dude that was in that other picture that you showed me. He said, <laughs> <laughs> he goes, so he doesn't look familiar. I said, I said, man, I told you that they told me, people told me I look like this dude. Now, mind you, my hair is bald now, right? Mm-hmm. And he goes, he says, come on, man. So then he takes out the last paper and he had all three of these pictures. And then he had a picture of me like right now from this LinkedIn picture that I had like a professional picture. <laughs> and he said, this is you, right? I said, yeah. And he goes, he said, that dude looked just like him. If you put the hair on it, he looked like him. He <laughs> said, man, come on, man. He said, you trying to tell me you don't know. I said, all right, man, listen, listen. <laughs> I may have dabbled a little bit in some stuff back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, my God. He said, it took me a whole 25 minutes just to get you to say you you was oh, a part hey. of that. I said, look, man, I said, I don't I don't get into that stuff like that, man. I, you know, <laughs> I said, I'm here doing security. So you got any security questions? <laughs> so I'm at work trying to get my I'm bag. At work, trying- <laughs> I'm at work, bro. I don't do that. I'm not yet. <laughs> Oh, it was too funny, man. And to, to this day, there's a guy that I work at this another place where I'm at now. Dude, I walked past this dude's office and he's got a picture. He done took offline and he's got it on his desktop, right? What on his, uh, he's got a, a cutout picture of me on the back of his Lord, computer. Lord. <laughs> and I walked past and I went and I walked in his office. And I said, hey, 
I said, where the hell you find that picture at, man? He said, oh, I was online and somebody said you was in Prince's band before and I, I Googled <laughs> it and found this picture and I thought I thought it was pretty cool. I said, so you're a grown-ass man. You got my picture on the back of your computer. Like, like I'm like, don't you find that a little funny? You're weird. <laughs> I ain't giving you props, man. You did? Dude, that shit was, that tickled the <laughs> shit out of me. I said, okay, dude, you, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to let you have that. <laughs> and now every time I walk past your office, I'm going to look in there and see this picture of me. Right, right. In, you know, in that get up. Man, they probably, you know, how, you know, people are, that's Damon. He used to be, that's probably a talking point, you know, something oh, that they, they use. You oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Good. Of course. I'm sure at some point, or as already probably already happened, people in your family is, and you know, Damon, he was up there with Prince now. He, you, oh, yeah. Go I've and had, talk to I've, him. He'll tell you how to do what you need to do now. Yeah, I've had, I've had some family that, you know, uh, <laughs> I got a lot of relatives in Texas, man. Uh, oh, so yeah. they all they all know, you know, what I used to do, and and so most of them all see something from me or whatever. And you know, every once in a while, there might be one that may be a little younger than me that'll come on and go, "My mom, my mom said you used to be and da da da." I'd be like, "Yeah, I used to be, yeah, yeah." <laughs> That's tight, man. Well, listen, Damon, man, thank you so much, man. For for I mean, this is. This was a blowout episode, man. You really, really did your thing here and just sharing. Uh, okay. I definitely All right. appreciate it, man. I know the, I know the listeners are going to be, they're going to be hitting you up heavy as they should and thanking you uh, for this. Okay. Yeah, man. Thank okay. you so much. Now is, I don't know. Uh, do you, is there some place you want people to find you online or is that something you don't like to do or. Oh, uh, well, no, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, I'm on, a, I'm on Facebook, man. I'm okay. on Instagram. So, and, and, and all you had to do, I'm under my name. I ain't under nobody's alias. You ain't got to go on there and be trying to figure out if I'm, if I'm sleepy, uh, sleepy from Willow Point or something like that. Or, 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 or from, uh, 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 slim, slim from somebody's movie, uh, you know, Cooley High or some shit. I'm Damon. This going to come up Damon. Period. <laughs> <laughs> right. Put Damon Dixon in that motherfucker. That's what you're going to find. That's right. That's right. Well, man, uh, again, once again, thank you, Damon, for coming on here, sharing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, let him know. Thank you. Hit him up on his uh, social media and just thank him for coming on and sharing with us today. Yes, and sir, uh, yes. with that said, we about to get up out of here. Um, All right. But uh, yeah. I was going to say, please uh, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast juice. Check us out on YouTube. If you listen to this on YouTube, please like and share this. And uh, with yes, that, sir. work yes, it sir. like a job. Yes. We'll see you next time. Peace.